everybody, and welcome, welcome back, back to the McDoncast, the funnest podcast in town, the only podcast around, ladies and gentlemen. Let me get y'all caught up with what's going on today. Ignore the crab rave. That's not really relevant to anything going on today. Uh, Max, it's there. It is definitely happening. Um, Max is not here. I don't know if he's going to be joining us later or not. We'll see. Uh, we got some big reviews for you guys today. We have Mandalorian Season 3 just finished yesterday, so we're going to be talking about that. Super Mario Bros. The Movie, which we were supposed to talk about last week and didn't have time to talk about. We will be talking about that. We got Jonathan with some major allegations. We got Netflix. We got Twilight. We got Amazon. And we got Zelda. We'll be talking about all that stuff and more probably if we get off track, which we almost definitely will. We're going to maybe dive into the current economic. Wow, yeah, bro. Like, Crane's crazy. Am I right? Yes, basically. Well, no, actually, that's not true because that guy uh, leaked a bunch of, like, like, CIA files from the Pentagon. What? Oh, did you not hear about that? No. Yeah, so like an Air Force like like technician guy who had access to a bunch of like top secret like security because he was like working he like worked on fixing their network uh, was leaking a bunch of uh, like top secret files through a Discord ser- uh, server called Thug Shaker Central uh, to like his friends. Uh, who are like all fans of this one uh, gun YouTuber? Was this like U.S. military secrets? Yes, this happened like uh, like last week. It was like huge. But what does this have to do? Well, a, a lot of the intel on the documents had to do with the like Ukraine's war strategy. Vintage of like where their like <laughs> anti you know air defense systems were and you know stuff you know, like that that I you really don't force, want Russia to I know. I just think it's funny he did through Discord. Not not just Discord, but a like a my it was a splinter Discord of a gun YouTuber for him and his friends who played Minecraft together called Thug Shaker Central. Huh. <laughs> doesn't sound real. It is. Look it up. No, it was like huge. Like there, there's tons of coverage of it. Like it was huge. The guys the guys arrested now. He's in like he's in like this like top secret like CI, like FBI prison now. The first noobs website to come up with is gamer.com. Okay, don't look up Thug Shaker Central. <laughs> look up um, Pentagon Documents Leaked. Welcome to our... They're considering it like the worst... NBC. The worst like US uh, secure, like intelligence breach since Snowden. Wow. What fun for... Also, it proved that, like, the, the U.S. was, like, spying on a bunch of their allies, which, like, everyone already oh, knew. Oh, really? To United Sam, I don't know. The United States but then South Korea was like, guys, we are very disappointed you've been spying on us. Oh, South Korea. You're really, really and so did, and, and Japan was like, wow, you've been spying on us. And now all of the U.S. allies were like, wow, you were spying on us? I think when cool. any of them step out of line, we should just threaten the news. That's kind of how the global politics <laughs> has worked for the last, like... 50 years. Japan, we should just be like, Japan, we'll do it again. Don't, don't do that. We'll do it again, Japan. <laughs> do anything. <laughs> Japan is like the, the least aggressive country. We'll drop now. number three, Japan. We'll do it. I think we have a lot more Didn't than three we now. prevent them from having like a military? We didn't prevent them from Wasn't doing that it. Part they the chose to disarm, and then they haven't created a formal military since then because they're like, we really don't ever want to do war. They're going to need it. Well, maybe, but hopefully not. 
We're just the U.S. kind of agreed to just like, yo, we'll just cop your your military. We'll just do the military stuff for you since we like, you know, blew you up. The U.S. was pretty much just like, hey, um, we killed like all of your. So we'll just uh, we'll We'll just do your military from now on. How about that? We're better at it. Guys, go make Pac-Man, and we'll (laughs) make the guns. We'll make nukes, and you make Zelda, please. All right, we're good. We're good. Okay. Anyways, let's get this show on the road. The fun. Let's do something sad and depressing. So Jonathan Majors has some stuff going on. So there's this has been an ongoing saga, um, with Jonathan Majors, and I put together a a semi, a, a summarized timeline that will go through. This started about a. About a, probably about a half a month ago, and we purposely didn't cover it because I was just waiting. We talked about Justin Roiland, and that turned out to be wrong. So I wanted to see where this went, if anything developed, if it fell apart, or if it actually mounted to something. Talk to it, um, and still nothing has happened. He has not been charged. He's not been federally convicted or convicted in any way of any of the stuff he's been accused of. Um, but there just have been more and more. But charges. there's been a slow escalation and like a a disintegration of his environment around him and what's going on with this. So I thought we'd just catch up with it because it's not looking good for uh, for him, and it's especially looking terrible for the alleged victim. So if we'll go into this, yeah, it's not a fun subject, but I think it's fairly important what's going on right now. So let's start from the from the top. So on March 25th, uh, Majors was arrested in Manhattan on charges of strangulation, assault, and harassment involving a situation between Majors and an unnamed 30-year-old woman who is apparently his girlfriend, um, allegedly his girlfriend. that has. Um, the woman sustained minor injuries and was taken to a local hospital to be treated. Uh, Majors' attorney released a statement following his arrest that Majors was the, was the victim in an altercation. Uh, with we should a, probably... Take the crab rave off. Oh, yeah, that for this for this uh, news story. That's that's not a good look. Let's put um. That's not any better. <laughs> Just put the John. Where's the Jonathan Majors picture? You. All right, there we go. We were talking about this picture is like 7K by 4K. Like, this is like a it's like a 14K photo right here. Anyways, um, so uh, so Major's attorney uh, said that Major's was the victim in an altercation with a woman he knows, folks, and that she was experiencing an emotional crisis, okay? On March 30th, five days later, Major's attorney released a series of text messages between Major's and the woman uh, that were meant to be exonerating but the tone and language of the text were suspicious and unnerving. Um, here's just a couple snippets. This is from this was text from the woman to him. I told and where the, did these come from? This was the attorney put these out. Okay. Um, Who's his or hers? Uh, majors. Okay. I told them it was my. This is the woman. I told them this was my fault. It was my fault for trying to grab your phone. This was not an attack. Please let me know you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me. and They knew we had a fight. I'm so angry that they did, and I'm sorry you're in this position. We'll make sure nothing happens about this. I love you. And then many pointed out that this is behavior common to someone in an abusive relationship. Yeah, it's a little weird. Which is a little weird. Which, yeah, if you, if you read further, it 
definitely feels that way. Because if you look at it, there's a couple of responses from him that are just like very brief. Like yeah, she's she's weird. typing out these long paragraphs about like it's not it's it's my fault, it's not yours, it's it's you you're I hope nothing bad happens to you, and then he's just like, Yes, yeah. okay, we'll talk later. Um since then Majors has stepped down from his position at the Gotham Film and Media Institute and has cut ties with his work at the Sydney Potier Potier Initiative. Um Within the last week, Majors was cut by his publicist at the lead company and at Management 360. He was dropped from upcoming projects, including an adaptation of The Man in My Basement, uh, which is a novel, which he was going to executive produce as well as star in. <clears throat> he was also supposed to be the main feature in a season marketing campaign for the baseball team, the Texas Rangers. Um, but that ad was scrapped at the last minute. That was supposed to start on that campaign was Friday this week. And it was the same situation that happened earlier with his um, with his U.S. Army. Army. He was also the spokesman for the Army and <clears throat> lost a series of ads that were taken down. Fashion House Valentino also agreed he will not be attending this year's Met Gala. Which, oh no, not the Met guys. What are we going to do with Not the rich the people Gala. party where all the rich people brag about how they're not poor. Um, while simultaneously accusing rich people of being too rich. Remember that time that AOC went to the rich people party with a dress that said tax the rich and then did to walk have wine with all the rich people? That dress cost several thousand dollars. Nope. Taxpayer money. And anyways, Majors is still currently represented by the WME Talent Agency, which, um, and this was, Variety published this whole comprehensive article on the situation. I highly recommend you read that. But they pointed out in the article that WME has previously dropped such clients as Brett Ratner, Brian Singer, and Army Hammer, and they were accused of things. Of course, with Brian Singer, those turned out to be very, very true. And Brett Ratner, River Roth. What is the point of having a PR company if they drop you when you have stuff? WME is the is like the talent agency. Oh, okay, not so the that's not the they're not the, He okay. was dropped by his publicity. His publicity people were... Um, uh, no, the agency dropping... The lead that company I in Management 360 is his publicist. Yeah, that. WME is his like representation. Um, he is still set to appear in Lionsgate's 48 Hours in Vegas, as well as Spike Lee's The Understudy for Amazon. And I think Disney has yet to say... Majors is set to appear in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Kang in multiple high-profile projects, including Loki Season 2. He's already shot all of his material on. He's also signed on to appear in both the, in both the next Avengers movies, including the Kang Dynasty He's and their Secret next Wars. Thanos. Like, he's their yeah. big bad. Kang Dynasty is set to be in production in spring 2024, so they have some time to work if anything happens. And he has reportedly due $20 million um, for each of those movies. Yeah, uh, Disney is also uh, heavily invested in him because they just they purchased his indie drama magazine Dreams, which was supposed to be released by Searchlight in December, and they were going to do a giant awards campaign for Best Actor for yeah, him. they were going to go for a big push on that, which now may or may not happen. Um, but this is really going to come down to he's set to appear in court on May eighth. Yeah, we'll see how this goes, and if that goes poorly, I would fully expect. So who's Who's charging him now? Because if the it's the it, oh oh this didn't even mention because the initial girlfriend seems like she didn't press charges. Okay, hold up, let me pull this up. Um, sources familiar with the matter tell Variety that multiple alleged abuse victims of majors have come forward within his mar- forward following his March arrest and are cooperating with the Manhattan District. So it's other women, not the. First it's both. His, she pressed his, charges as well. The, the first, the original one is the one that um, 
that was she was that's why he got for. arrested but i don't think and now there's pressed. more women coming forward yeah but but she didn't press charges so who's pressing charges i guess she must have no because she said that they didn't she can't you can't force someone He's, to press he charges. was put in jail though yeah but that was probably in response to like i guess she didn't but he is going to be taken to court i guess some uh, yeah there must be other people or she did say she wasn't going to and then changed and then her did mind later, yeah know. maybe i don't know um, the prospect of more women waiting in wings would be a dramatic turn in the case, which comes on the heels of major public cutting ties with the uh, the DA, major's representation, and Disney of all. Yeah, Disney, I think, has too much invested in them right now to say anything. Um, I think Disney's just hoping that they're hoping it blows they're over. They're just sitting and crossing. Their they're fingers. doing an Ezra Miller because, well, the thing about Disney is like the if if he hadn't already shot. Loki stuff. I think he would. They would have already dropped him. No, but he has Avengers. Stuff it's the, the fact that though. he is already shot. The next thing. They can't drop him now. But he's also already shot Ant Man and like a million other things. He's shot the Ant Man stuff and he shot Loki. I don't think he shot. But because he's in the Ant Man stuff, they're. That's where like he's already in it. That's where they're going. It'd be really hard for him to back out now. That's what I'm saying. It's very, it's similar to the Ezra Miller situation, although Ezra Miller is, I would argue, way creepier. But the thing with Ezra Miller, though, is Ezra Miller wasn't not dropped because he had been cast as the Flash and it, like appeared in Justice League. He was not dropped as the Flash because he already had yeah he'd already done the movie it. Yeah. The Flash. They're not dropping majors not because they've cast him as Kang, that they've established him as Kang and Ant Man. It's that he has already filmed this thing that has not come out yet. And they can't drop him now, and then he appears in the next thing. Yeah, like, it's, it's the same situation. That's what I'm saying. They would wait for Loki to come out, and then they drop him, and then they would do a different Kang. Yeah, because, I mean, they dropped Gina Carano like, like that. But just, she, hadn't, she hadn't filmed anything yet. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, since he has this stuff already in the works, they're, like, sort that's of teetering. From, that's what's keeping them from dropping. Yeah, because Disney will drop people, like, at the drop of a pin. Like, they'll they dropped Gina Carano for, like, one tweet. Yeah, like a tweet that like didn't even make a whole lot of sense. And this man has has a court date. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, not fun. We'll for see anyone. what happens when it goes to court. Obviously, I mean, we don't really know. I sort think, of in a similar way. I don't Justin think we'll Roland. follow we really it. What's going on? I don't think we'll follow it like week to week. I think we'll wait for like an actual decision. Yeah, but I think at this point, um, this is about as much as it's going to build up before the actual court. Probably good. And interesting. All right, let's move on. What is going on with the Netflix password sharing Sam, crackdown? Well, we talked about it a couple of, of weeks ago. Yeah, we did hear that they were going to roll out some changes to how they've about done their password potential sharing. password sharing practices and how they had been started doing this in the countries. By the way, the their uh, love is sharing a password tweet. Still up. Still up. Don't do it, though. Don't do it, we'll though. We'll kill you. We'll eat your family alive. Yum yum, it's me, Ted Sarandos. <laughs> it's me, Netflix CEO. Yum yum. Let's pull up what Netflix image. Here, actually. I know. This is this. I think. Love is sharing password. Everybody just take a good look at that. And this isn't a screenshot. This is Twitter. This is Twitter on. March it's 10th, open on 2017. Twitter. All right. So as we get into this, we'll just keep that. Make it bigger, actually. Zoom on it until it's like the size of the whole screen. 
We gotta make sure everyone can read that. There you go. Just uh, verified Netflix account. It's got the yellow check. That's how you know it's a. It was posted on a little box on the side for whether or not it's. No, the gold check is corporation. The little badge on the side is like affiliation with a specific company, and I think the ones they have as available right now is Twitter and the U.S. government. And then they also no, there's more. They also have a state-sponsored media label. No, there's way more. Those are the three that I've seen. I'm sure there's more. I think all the corporations. No, not all of them. Not even close. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure, like, the Muppets. Yeah, and that's just for being. Maybe he just, maybe Elon just likes the Muppets. Did you see that tweet where he was like, yes, we're going to have to find a way for people uh, to still know that unverified accounts are legitimately run by the, <laughs> by the person they claim to be. Yeah, so they're going to have and to come up with a different else was verification like, system. Like, verification. <laughs> This happens every. That's why he keeps not removing it, because it's it it serves a purpose. It's almost like it has a function, it's like not a real just function. A fun blue check. Did he think it was just a fun blue check this whole time? No, he just knew that the blue check mark was desirable because like it was hard to get, so he made it open to everyone, and then pretended like that was equal just because you have eight dollars it's the same as like being a verified account i don't care if randy with two followers has a blue check mark what is that that doesn't tell me anything hey randy has some fire political takes about (laughs) iraq (laughs) (laughs) i i would find me one person who has paid for twitter blue who does not have who is like half his tweets are not about how much they love you there aren't any, because that's the only people who play who pay for Twitter Blue. And that's conveniently why only verified accounts will not open your... No, 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 Tucker. It's to keep the bots from messing up mm. the elections. It's to keep the bot. I forgot. It's, it's about the bot. Because no one would ever figure out how to make a spam bot where they just pay. No, no, no. That'd be insane. If anything, that makes it easier for the bots to be... It makes it look like... Because now they're not going to... It makes it look like the bots are legit. And it's not going to... And... You can just pay the $7 and then Twitter won't think twice. Yeah. Elon, you're such a it makes good scam- business It makes advantage. scams like so much easier. Elon, you're so good at your job and we all love you. A genius. Uh, thank you, Elon, for all your horrible low-res Twitter. One day someone will finally... All right, tell us about Netflix passwords. Um, during their quarterly annual reports, Netflix CEO Ted Sarandos announced that the company will begin rolling out password-sharing restrictions on accounts within the United States and Canada. As the company added 1.7 million, 1.75 million subscribers in the previous quarter, which was half of what Wall Street expected. In order for a standard or premium, um, premium account to add users outside of their home Wi-Fi network, you must pay six extra dollars per person and are only allowed up to two people outside of your home Wi-Fi network. Six? You have to pay six extra dollars per person outside your Wi-Fi network? Yes. This feature will not be available to add supported tier members. This will also block, they will also block users from accessing an account without connecting to the central Wi-Fi network after a certain amount of time. I believe it's a month. I believe they said that. I believe in other countries where it's rolled out, it's a month. That's actually. That's exactly how Hulu works. Well, but Hulu doesn't charge you an extra six dollars just for yeah. having someone on your account who doesn't who isn't there all the time. Um, so right. is it an either or situation? Either you have to go home every six months, or you pay. I the think extra it's to $6? both. I think it will make you pay six dollars if you don't come. 
But how would it how would it know? Like what if you just go on vacation? Well, I have to assume that your vacation will Your vacation's more than What if you're just a businessman and you travel a lot? Well, hopefully you stopped at home at one point. But that's what I'm saying. So like do you have to do both or is it either or? Is it if you're not home every month you pay six dollars? I think it's that. Or you Because I think the only way that they know that you are are have to pay the six dollars is if you don't Connect every thir- once every thirty days. So they just automatically charge you six dollars if you don't go home. How does that work? I think it'll be like you. It'll lock you out of the account. And it'll be like, do you live? Do you a separate profile? Pay six dollars. The point is, is that it seems very convoluted. It's just top college students watching it. That's the goal. They just won't. All like the I- college students who get their parents Netflix. It's to stop them from. I don't think Netflix realizes that like they just won't. That they won't pay for Netflix? Yeah, I feel they, like they, they just, will. No, they, they won't. They'll just watch Disney Plus for half the price since none of the shows their friends no, watch. No, but nobody on watches anymore. anything on Disney Plus, and Netflix is where all the shows are. Name, or at least all the shows that uh, the normies watch. But none of the... They haven't had a big popular show since Stranger Things Volume 4. Uh, what are you talking about? Their two biggest shows have come out since Stranger Things Volume 4. Name you remember them. the Wednesday Adam show, Sam? Do you remember, okay, you know, yeah, remember was, that at all? Okay, yeah, Wednesday. But yeah, I already forgot or about the Wednesday. Dahmer show... No one counts Dahmer. Dahmer Everyone forgot huge. about Dahmer. Dahmer was huge. Name Teen Girls. Name one person. No, find me one person who can. Nobody yeah, remembers exactly. any of the shows they watch on Netflix, but they all do because their friends tell them to watch it. They all watch the show. It takes them like it's like eight episodes. They watch the whole thing and then they forget about it a week later. They go back to watching like reruns of Crazy Anatomy. Or it just it seems like I feel like Netflix is expecting more people to convert than actually will. I don't think they're going to have the conversion rates they think they're going to have. I think maybe a tenth of them will actually buy themselves Netflix I accounts. I think it'll be most of them. I don't, because the only reason why they keep watching Netflix is because it's low friction. They don't have to do anything extra to keep watching it. Someone else is paying for it. Someone else manages the account. They just open it and click play. Yeah, now they're going to have to pay for if it. If they add even this much friction... All those people are just going to not watch it. Like, they would just rap, they're just going to put on a YouTube video instead. I mean, it's as much energy as paying for anything else. But they don't pay for the other ones. But they pay for, like, Spotify Premium. So that's as much work as doing that. The problem is that it, Netflix is stupid expensive. Are they going to play? Yeah, it's Entering almost cre- three times the price You'll of get, you Spotify. You can't get a college student to enter their credit card information. It's hard to get them to pay $25 a month that they don't have to watch Netflix. That's yeah, that's not going to happen, I don't think. I think they're expecting that they'll all subscribe to like their ad supported tier, which is their cheap tier. I don't like think ten dollars a month instead of a hundred and fifty. Because you can't even get 1080p with that. No, you can't. But also, generally, people don't care. Most people are don't know what like resolution is, and they'll just That's watch true, anything. That's true. But even if they don't know what resolution is, they'll still go. Why does it look bad? Why does it not look good? But after anymore? watching everything on their phone, they won't be. Able- no, but everyone's phone has like a 4K screen now. They're going to notice when they're... It's still real small. If you're watching a 480p video on your phone, it's not that... Like, okay, small. one of my friends from work, right? She watches Netflix like whenever we're eating, whenever we're rolling silver, like all the time, right? Yeah. If suddenly the resolution of her Netflix was cut in half, she might not like care enough to like investigate like what's going on, but it would annoy her to the point where she's like, I'm just going to watch something else or I'm going to do like, this looks bad. I'm going to do... But will they do something else if they can't go back to that thing? What do you mean? Like, 
if Netflix has like a problem where Netflix is down, people will turn off Netflix and go watch YouTube, whatever. Well, they permanently turn off Netflix and do something else it, with the expectation that they will never then come back and pay for Netflix. I don't think that that really makes sense. Will people find? Will people just churn? Will people churn through Netflix like they churn through other streaming services, or will they just drop Netflix and not come back because of the price and because of the? That's what. I think that the people who have just been writing on shared passwords will just drop Netflix. What happens when Netflix? But when Netflix will do this, everyone else is also going to do this. Most of them already have. Amazon Prime will do this within two months of Netflix doing it. Yeah, but Amazon Prime actually has no shows. Hulu is doing it for live TV. Hulu's already done it. But, but they'll do it for for their non-live TV members. Well, in due time. Disney Plus, I think, will do, do it as... Disney Plus Disney will, will do probably it do it, but not for a while. I think... Because right now, Disney Plus is still very much in the phase of business where their main goal is to please the consumer and outcompete the competition. And in order to do that, you have to do things that the consumer like. Netflix is at the point where they don't care what the consumer likes anymore because they've they're already they trying, already dominate the market. So now the point is to just pump as much money out of these people as you can while you're the top dog. That's the phase Netflix is in. Disney Plus is still very much in the phase of you know, we're kind of the little guy still fighting the big boys. Like, they're, they're very much a big player in the space, but they're not on the same level as Netflix. They, they still have to compete. I think, I think they, other companies will follow suit very I soon. I think they will, but not... I, I think Disney Plus will eventually do this, but not for a while. I, I will say Disney Plus reaches $15 a month before they do this. I think what you'll see is that Netflix will turn into the... We'll just... You're... So churn and when you when you go when you talk about streaming services, there's a thing called churn. Because when somebody subscribes to say Apple TV Plus for six months, yeah, and then they leave. While after. Ted Lasso, while Ted Lasso, yeah, comes out, and then they drop it, and then the next season comes out, and they subscribe, and then they drop it. That's churn. They are only watching for like one or two shows. They subscribe, they, they watch a couple things, they unsubscribe, and then they use that money to subscribe to another service, yeah, another show. That's churn. Pretty much every there's two services that people generally don't churn on. And that's Amazon Prime and Netflix. And Amazon Netflix, Prime, they only do it because Amazon it comes, Prime it's they don't free. churn because if that, they have like Prime shipping, they get it on a yearly. They're basis. not buying Prime for Prime. They video. just have it. That's a side. You effect. can. I think they finally made it so you can just buy Prime Video. No one does. But most people who have Amazon Prime just have. Yeah, I guarantee, Prime for guarantee you, no one for does the that. free two day shipping, and then they just have Prime Video. Yeah, too. Prime is like I said, Prime is a. Prime Video is a side effect. And Netflix, they haven't churned before because it's the one that's been around forever and they've had it for 10 years already. They just have the biggest backlog, I think. They have the most well, just binge background noise you're more, you're more, You're less likely to drop Netflix when you've had Netflix for seven years in comparison to Disney+, Plus, which you've had for like... Yeah. So the other services are constantly churning people in and out. Apple TV Plus has the most by far. Because they only have two shows. Because they have like three shows that people yeah. will watch. There's like Severance, Mythic Quest, and so, Ted Lasso, that's it. What I think you'll likely see is you'll start actually seeing people churn from Netflix. Because the people who have just been like using grandma's password this whole time will still want to watch certain shows, but they will no longer be willing to just let the let it roll over each month when they're not using it. Yeah. So, and I think that's the future of everything. Every, you're just going to constantly, every, on a monthly basis, you'll look at this, you'll look at the list of services you're currently subscribed to, and you'll look at the shows that are coming out. And you'll connect the dots in which ones you actually want to pay for. 
we'll drop the rest. And then if you really want to watch something, you'll. You, I don't think most people are going to do that. I think that's too much friction for your. The average consumer doesn't want to touch. They don't want to change it. They just want it to work. They don't want to touch it. Which is why so, most people will just ignore the other services and just stick to Netflix. That will probably happen. But the only reason that... But that's what but, they're doing right but we're now. Talking, I'm saying, will they no longer just stick with Netflix? Well, you're talking no about the people option. who are paying for Netflix. Yes. Those people will not churn. Those people won't leave. The people who are actually paying for Netflix, they'll keep paying for it. I'm talking about, you know, 20-year-old, you know, random, you know, college student guy who's not living at home anymore. He's not going to start paying for Netflix. No, he's not. There's no way. It's the most expensive by far. The content to dollar ratio isn't there. Like, it, it's what, like $25 a month for Netflix now? You could get Game Pass and, you know, Disney Plus, or you could get Disney Plus and Hulu you and pa- like, bundle you now. could get a whole bunch of different stuff for that. Like, the, the dollar to content ratio is not there. And they, Netflix does have a lot of like big hit shows, but they're not big hit shows with, the demographic who pays for Netflix. The people who pay for Netflix are the parents. The, you know, 40, 50-year-old, like, Gen Xers. They're the people paying for it. The, the most well, of, it's people with jobs. Yeah, the people with jobs. 75% of 18 to 34-year-olds and 72% of 35 to 44-year-olds say they have a Netflix. Yeah, but I guarantee you... 44% about- of people 65 or above have So you're more... So they're more so eighteen to. That's what I'm saying. They're like the middle-aged people are the ones eighteen paying for to forty-four it. own and oh, buy Netflix. Sixty-six and above, generally less of them do. And then, if you're under eighteen, but again, that's a that's a that's measuring people who pay for Netflix. I'm talking about people who use. You say Netflix. they have a Netflix subscription, so that could be eighteen-year-olds who are saying they have one, but they could just. Use- that's what I'm saying. Like there, no eighteen-year-olds paying for Netflix. None of them. Maybe like three. There's probably like 12 in America that pay for Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Like not a lot of 18-year-olds are paying for Netflix. It's almost certainly the parents. And who primarily watches Netflix? Young people. Young people. The people who are just, you know, borrowing it from their parents. Or watching Grey's Anatomy. Like how many 44-year-olds do you think watched Wednesday? Like none. Like maybe three and they're probably weirdos. Yeah, so like I don't I think that this move is going to be a massive shot in the foot to Netflix. Well, I don't think it'll be shot in the foot cuz they're not going to lose money. They just won't gain any money. But it's not all about the money though. They will cripple themselves in terms of like viewers. And then over time, the well, money will follow. The viewership will drop, but the subscriber number won't drop. And they don't care about the viewership but you can't get those young people to convert into paying members if they all leave and no, stop watching. No, you will not get the people who aren't paying for Netflix now to start paying for Netflix. That's Maybe, what I'm saying. At least not in a large number. That's what they want. That's why they're doing yeah, this. But they won't see a drop-off. They will see Not a, immediately, but it will eventually shoot why would it? But why would it drop off, though? It's not going to be a drop-off of subscribers. It's going to be... Because the 65-year-olds don't all have Netflix, right? Yes. So these older folks... Their kids don't watch Netflix anymore. They stopped watching because the password sharing doesn't work. So they don't, they're not going, hey, mom, can you pay for the Netflix this month? And the mom goes, oh, I forgot I was still doing that. Sure. And, you know, that, that's going to end because the, the young people aren't going to be able to watch anymore. They're just going to go watch something else. 
the old the, the folks who are paying for it are going to get older. They're going to stop paying for it. And then the young people aren't going to be paying for it anymore because they've already stopped watching. They're no longer invested well, if they in the shows on that platform. But they won't be invested in the content on the platform anymore. That's what Netflix I'm saying. Netflix is the Xbox of streaming services. Xboxes that, lose Xbox, Microsoft six billion dollars a year. As a console, is a is, you buy Xbox because your friends have Xbox. You do not buy Xbox because it's the best bag for your buck or the best product. You do not buy Netflix because it's the best one. You buy Netflix because your friends have Netflix and are watching shows on Netflix. But if your parents who've been paying for all your friends to get <laughs> Xboxes stop paying for your friends' Xboxes, why would you buy an Xbox? Your friends don't play Xbox anymore. They're playing on the cheap, the cheap Switch. They're playing on the cheap PC. You're going to start buying those. That's what I'm saying. Eventually, those, the young people who aren't paying for it are no longer going to be invested. So they're and they're not going to start paying for Netflix because their friends no longer watch it because their friends also weren't paying for Netflix. The people who are the 40 year olds, they're going to keep paying for it for a while, but eventually they're going to stop caring because they don't have time. They have their people with jobs. They got stuff to do. Well, they're just letting it roll over. They're just yeah. They're it not... doesn't take effort to pay for Netflix. You do it once. And then as long as you have $25 in your bank account at the end of the month, it'll just roll over again. But what, what I'm saying is eventually they're going to be like, wait, we don't. You know, the streaming Kinsey doesn't watch Netflix the anymore. Why am I still paying for it? Model is built on people forgetting they're subscribed to stuff, and that's true. But eventually, when they hit the age of, I guess, fifty, according to the demographics, they're going to hit the age of fifty. They're going to realize, wait a minute, Kinsey doesn't live here anymore. Kinsey doesn't even watch Netflix anymore. Why are we still paying for Netflix? We'll just cut that. They're not going to pay for it anymore. Kinsey's already moved on. She bought the cheaper streaming service when she was in college. She's now more invested in the content on that platform. She doesn't care what's going on on Netflix anymore. I think what they're going to her friends already bought other streaming services. I think what they're going to benefit from is that uh, younger people are much more likely to put in the effort to pirate stuff. That's another thing. They're going to lose a lot of people to piracy too. Yeah. An older person is not going to figure out how to pirate things. But older people don't even watch Netflix. Exactly. So the younger people who are no longer going to have access to Netflix are not likely to pay for it. because They're going to Google Stranger Things 3, and they're going to find it immediately. Hang on, let's just do a quick experiment. Let's look up Stranger Things. We are not pirating. We're just looking I'm it up. I'm just seeing what will happen. Educational. free online. Is it the first link? It, I mean, you can scroll for a little bit. But, yeah, but does like the first here. link have it on there? Oh, yeah. You see, you okay. can find it. So, <laughs> one Google search worth of time. I mean, you might get a couple viruses. How, how long does it take the average worker in America to earn $25? Probably minimum, at minimum wage, wage like bucks. four hours. If, if you're working minimum, minimum wage, like $7.25. Let's assume it's probably the average, which is... It's seven twenty five, so it's like four. That's the federal, but I think I think the actual average minimum wage is like ten because I think most states have raised it. Let's go with ten dollars. Let's go with ten twenty five an hour, right? So that's still three hours of work. Three hours of work per month for Netflix, or one Google search of time, which is what is that? What's the conversion rate on that? Like five seconds, five five seconds of time. Netflix, the math ain't mathin'. I'm just letting you know, the math ain't mathin' right now. And when they watch on pi- when they pirate the content, you don't even get the views. So it makes your sh- it makes your it makes your platform look worse because now no one's watching. 
it no one's paying for it anymore. And the people who are paying for it eventually well, stop. They're also less likely to watch new stuff because people don't go on and you don't scroll through a piracy website on a Wednesday night looking for something. You go to a piracy some website when you know what you want to watch and it's not available to you. But what it does is it eliminates and Netflix. Oh, most of Netflix viewership for their shows and movies are people who were just turning on Netflix and it was on their homepage and they just clicked on it and started watching it. That's true, but that's not how Netflix brings in new subscribers. The way Netflix brings in new subscribers is they have a hit show. Everyone talks about it. You buy Netflix to watch the hit show. And while you're here, you watch Beef. And then then you forget to unsubscribe and you watch Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) But people aren't going to do that if everyone's talking about the hit show. You Google Wednesday Adams Free. You watch it on some piracy site at comparable quality. And then you forget about it and all your friends stop talking about it. You don't ever buy Netflix. You don't watch Grey's Anatomy. You watch some crappy rom-com on Hulu that costs like $5 a month. What a good idea, Netflix. My point is, so like, yeah, this might, this probably isn't going to hurt Netflix immediately. This isn't going to be like be an immediate problem for them. Yeah. <laughs> but this will, I, I strongly believe this will hurt them in the long run. Maybe eventually. I yeah. mean, there's a reason no one talks about Hulu. Um, they also announced on the same call that, um, the DVD rental business is being shut down after. I thought this, I thought it was shut down in like 2014. It was still up. All right. Um, oh no. No no longer rent DVD. Oh, sad. They also said that they're not going to release anything theatrical. Well, that's a really dumb decision. So they did Glass Onion, and then they were like, nope, that's it, bye. That's actually like a chronically stupid decision. That actually is really stupid. Well, apparently Glass Onion didn't perform as well in the service as they had hoped. Okay, what do you think? And they blamed that one-week theatrical release. So, here, Netflix, here's what you do next time. Instead of doing whatever stupid, stupid thing you're doing, release your movie in the theater for a normal amount of time. And then tell us, like, how much money it made. Every single ticket. And more than 600 theaters. Every single ticket costs more than a ad-supported subscription to Netflix. So you guaranteed make more money. Guaranteed. Like a thousand percent you make more money. Because even people who own Netflix are going to want to go see it in a theater. So they're also going to pay for it. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. So I don't know why you chose to idea. do this, but you were drinking stupid you juice. You released the movie in theaters, all right, for like a month, okay? like a normal window. And then, three months later, release it on the service, and you have a sorry, Max walked in. What were you saying? About um, Netflix. Hello. Yeah, you're going. You're on. Uh, what, what was I talking about? Netflix passwords and something. Drugs. What are you doing? Why are you having so many difficult... Why did you roll across the room? Oh, no, I did it again. Oh. Just get up and move your uh, chair. There we go. Hold up. Give me one second. I got to figure out what I was talking about. <laughs> you were talking about Netflix and passwords. Um. Oh, um. here's what you do. Release the movie. Yeah, theatrical the releases. You don't tell anyone when it hits digital, okay? You just release it in theaters for a month. You will let three months pass. 
and then you drop it on Netflix and you do a big push of this big movie is now on Netflix. Now, this sounds exactly like every home release video strategy used by Hollywood for like pretty much every decade before 2016, but but it's the same this time. Same. And it that works. Was, that was profitable and it's made sense. It's been working for a while. Remember when Hollywood literally put them, made themselves irrelevant on accident? I think what Netflix <laughs> wanted was word of mouth, was like theatrical word of mouth to convert no. to theatrical views on their streaming they, service. They only put Glass Onion in theaters because Ryan Johnson told them to. Like he demanded it and they just let him do it for a week. They see no purpose in the theatrical release. They want you to just turn on Netflix and never leave Netflix. You just watch all your stuff on Netflix. It's all there. You watch all your shows. You watch all your movies. You never go to the When was the last time Netflix had a big movie? Uh, Never. Yeah, gee, I wonder why. (laughs) Maybe it's because you're really stupid. I mean, I guess you could say Glass Onion was a big movie. But it was only big because it was in theaters. And it was like a mid-range. Like, they never made a blockbuster. Like they've tried, they but they've the never gray succeeded. Man. They did Gray Man. They Which did cost two hundred million dollars, but they didn't even try to make that big. They that was a Netflix. movie. They did that. Um, Extraction. No, no, the one with Gal Gadot and Ryan Red Reynolds. Red Notice. Red Notice. That was a big hit. That Apparently, was, everyone on Earth has watched Red Notice. Like three that years. was the closest they've ever gotten to a big hit. But I've never heard a single person, except for like these two old ladies at the restaurant I work at, ever talk about the movie. But nobody would have seen Red Notice if it was not on Netflix. That's not true at all. No one would have paid to see the movie Red Notice. That's also not true. You know true. why? Because people don't pay to see bad movies anymore. People will see bad movies when they're on Netflix and they don't have to pay to watch them. I think people would have paid to see that movie. I don't think they would. I think they would have seen the RT score. And people... General audiences, Hollywood, I'm just letting you know. 90% of people look at Rotten Tomatoes, and that is the sole reason they watch or don't watch a movie. I'm telling you now. No, that's not true, because Mar- I mean, the Mario movie is proof that that's not true. And also, you're thinking, well, you're thinking people who actually like go to the movies to enjoy a movie? There are certain movie? exceptions. There are certain exceptions. Red Notice, the, Red Notice was made for the, the like brand, Fast and Furious type crowd. When the brand is bigger... Than like the audience perception, like when Mario was Mario. If even if Mario was the quality of Minions, right? Mm-hmm. It still would have made a billion dollars because people would still be like, "Well, it's Mario. I have to look at it." But when it's Red Notice, and yes, it's got three big celebrities we all love, but like, if they saw the RT score and it was thirty-eight, they would not care. I think that movie had enough celebrity hype and enough, but and it had enough recognition for about people it. to get to to go watch it. Think and it wasn't made for the like Dwayne Dwayne Johnson, right? Black uh-huh. Adam, big budget, big star. He was the only Did big not star make in the money movie. in that. He was the only named actor in that movie. It was still him, and it was DC, and it was big IP, and it was Dwayne the Rock. But it Johnson. wasn't a big IP. But it was Dwayne. DC is a big IP. Green, but Green Lantern, Ryan Reynolds, big IP, no money. But that's not a big character. You have to have the big Wonder character. Wonder Woman 1984, Gal Gadot, big character, no money. That movie made money. It did not. Not yeah. the second one. Okay, but 
But that movie was like cartoonishly Again, bad. What's the but that that what's mo- the similarity? They're all terrible. The three that were released in theaters, nobody saw. The one that was released on Netflix because it was no, free. but that wasn't Rotten Tomatoes. That's the one score. That movie was just actually hard to watch. Like it was just actually horrible. They're all Red, bad. Red Notice is not that bad. Red Notice is pretty bad. It's not as bad as <laughs> Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Not by a long shot. I would rather watch Red Notice than Black Adam, Green now, Lantern, granted, or nineteen eighty four. I don't all remember three of those literally anything about Red Notice. <laughs> but I remember like sitting there with the family and us like having a good time watching. I mean, it. I mean, we watched it. Having a good time is kind of. We got our candy and our snacks, and Mama and Papa enjoyed it. It was a good time. If we had gone One to see nineteen eighty four, fifty eight percent RTs. If we had all gone Red to Notice, see Red Notice, thirty six percent. I think Red Notice is better than Wonder Woman 1984. Like, by a significant degree. Because I can... I don't know. I blocked Wonder Woman 1984 out of my memory, and I could not physically retain anything. I I can explain what's going on in Red Notice. I actually have genuine trouble explaining what happens in Wonder Woman 1984 in under 30 minutes. Like, like, it's actually that stupid to explain. There was a wishing rock... And the Mandalorian was there. And he became the Wishing Rock. And he was Donald Trump And also. there was a cheetah woman there, too. Or a but she woman. wasn't a cheetah till the end. And one woman sexually assaulted a man. And lost her powers. And, lost and her then powers. didn't lose her powers. And then got powers. him back and then had a magic armor. And then everyone in the world made a tornado. And she had, like, three different... And there was, like, three different openings. And she had sequences. armor that was so strong it could hold back all the armies of man, but got destroyed by one woman by with one cheetah, cheetah powers. Woman. Then, um... And everyone on Earth agreed to renounce their wishes, which literally, makes no sense. Literally every single person all at once, including presumably like the Justice League. Oh, no, but they wouldn't be around. Why wouldn't they be around? Well, it was, it was 1984. The 80s. Batman would have been around. He Batman would have been, been around. He, he been probably would have been training at that point. Maybe he didn't notice. I would, he definitely would have wished for his parents Although to they back. did have a magic TV broadcasting satellite that can broadcast on every single TV channel in the world. And then everyone, literally everyone forgot that Wonder Woman existed. Also, the president was there. No, it wasn't the president. No, the president was there. Was he there? Yeah, remember? Remember he right? Wi- it was it was fake he, Ronald he, Reagan. He uses one of his three wishes to like move the traffic out of the way to go see the president. No, because he became the Rock. So he doesn't. Need- he has that was after he became wishes. the Rock, not he, the Rock, the actor. He became. No. He got all the powers of a magic rock that grants yes, wishes. And if people touched him and made a wish, uh, it came true. You see how stupid this is. Yes, it's very dumb. Red Notice, I just go, they're trying to steal a piece of art. art thieves or something. They're art thieves and they're competing to steal a piece of art. Hijinks ensues. And then, um... So easy to explain what's going on. They're never going to make Red Notice 2. I don't don't care. That's fine with me. Anyways, let's move on. Twilight apparently wasn't bad enough for everyone to give up on it. So they're making it into a TV series for some reason. Wow, oh, Sam. So, uh, let me pull up a fun image for us all to look at. Uh, let's see. It, this, this is what we're talking about. So, Twilight, I guess, for those of you who don't know, Here which I'm pretty Twilight. sure all of you do, is a, is a vampire slash werewolf themed, I do know that. Uh, TV show? A vampire slash werewolf themed... A uh, romance drama series of we all movies. Know, everyone knows what Twilight. The Twilight with... Saga. All right, it's coming back. Remember, she wrote that book 
Well, she rewrote all the books. She rewrote them? How many books were there? There was Twilight, I and thought then there was, there was like New four. Moon, and then there was one after that. I thought there was four. I thought one of them was in two one. parts. Was it Eclipse? I don't know. Yes. It was Twilight, and then it was New Moon, and then it was Eclipse, and then it was Breaking Dawn. And the, when they did the movies, they did Breaking Dawn was two parts. So there's, there's four movies? Four movies. I thought there were six movies. There's five movies. One, two, three. We're not the biggest yeah. Twilight fans. There's five <laughs> Twilight films, right? And then after they made all the movies, um, because Stephanie Meyer was presumably like in debt or broke or out of ideas. Apparently or they three, didn't pay her enough, I guess. She went back and she rewrote all of the Twilight books again, but now from, um, what's his face, perspective, the wolf man. The wolf guy? So, the, you know how they're all Bella? Jacob, I think, is his name. No, no Jacob's the wolf man. Which one's the yeah. vampire? What's his name? Uh, Devin. I imagine his name uh, is Devin. Let's go with Devin. Um, no, he, what is his name? Elliot? Not Elliot. Or am I thinking of the character from Open Definitely not Elliot. Elliot's uh, the name of the deer. It's Edward. It's Edward. Edward. She went back and wrote them all from Edward's perspective so that she could rewrite the same story. Okay, that's interesting. But now we're doing the movies again, but it, we're remake, it's in a TV show now. So Lionsgate TV is developing the project internally. Um, Daily is attached to write the script for the project, which is in its very early stages. Um, original book series writer Stephanie Meyer is wanted... They want to have her involved in some capacity, although she has not been so far. No network has picked the project up, uh, but they're going to start shopping it around here in the next couple of months. Um, so Sam, Percy Jackson, got two movies. That's a big one. And then now they're going to do a, a season by season, book by book television show adaptation. Makes sense. Harry Potter had a series of a very successful multi-billion dollar film franchise of very high quality with millions of fans. Um we're throwing all that in the garbage, and we're going to do it again now as a season-by-season, book-by-book TV show. Yeah, okay, makes sense. Twilight. Uh, multi-film saga, uh, multi-billion dollar franchise, millions of fans around they the world. They were smut novels that were adapted into B-movies. You're thinking of Fifty Shades of Grey. No, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Twilight. The Twilight is less smut. Twilight is more weird vampire lore. Yeah, it's weird vampire lore and then more smut. I mean, it's all smut. It's very How definitely. Much, uh, I would not. I would not even attempt to argue it's not smut. So, uh, let's see. Uh, so none of them ever made a billion dollars. The last one made eight hundred and thirty million worldwide. That's not bad. Which is pretty good. Um, so Twilight, millions of fans around the world. I'll throw that all in the garbage. We're doing a television show, season by season, book by book. So presumably they're going to do... So Percy Lions, Jackson will be Lions at least Gate, five seasons. Lions Harry Gate, Potter will be seven or eight. Presumably, eight. yeah. It'll be eight. Eight if they adapt The Cursed Child. There's seven base or is there eight base? There's... Philosopher's there's, Stone is the first hold one. Hold up. Uh, something of the Phoenix uh, is the second one. No, that's not the second I Chamber, of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets is the second one. Something of the Phoenix. There's eight. There's seven books. Then there's, there's eight films. Cauldron of something. Because they split the last Harry Potter movie book into two parts as well. So they could. Yeah, the book was in two parts. But they're like. They're, no, the book was one book. The movie was two parts of the last book. Yeah, but the book is like twice as thick as like all the other books. I don't books. think so. I think it's a. 
No, I've I've seen it compared to the other books. It's like go, it's significantly uh, thicker. Let's go page half blood prince. Page count. Vikings spell, and then we'll do... the first one's like relatively short, if I remember. Deathly Hollows. Well, they're they were children's novels. Yeah. Um, six hundred seven for Deathly Hollows. Six hundred blood prince. Blood prince. Oh well, I remember it being again. Weird. They stretched it out so that they could make more money. Yeah. But, um. So Sam, it looks like we have a fun new trend in Hollywood. We're taking. Remember that trend of like fifteen years where we were just making literally every single YA novel we could into a series of mediocre sci-fi films. Right? This doesn't even make like this trend isn't even proven to work yet. No, it hasn't. And they, they filmed the Percy Jackson show. And they all based it on the fact that that was made. And the only reason the Percy Jackson one was made is because the movies were so bad. They never did all the movies for they, Percy Number Jackson. one, they never even finished adapting the series. Mm-hmm. Two, they adapted it so poorly they literally Everyone couldn't adapt it. the rest of them. They actually wrote themselves into like a really yeah. stupid corner. And three... The, there was actual demand. There's demand for it to be made. No one there's was, no demand for a Harry Potter or series. Or Twilight. Or Twilight. People hate the the Twilight movies are so. But you want to talk Rotten Tomatoes scores? Pull those bad boys up. Let's look up Twilight two thousand eight. Let's look at that RT score. Got a forty nine percent RT score. All right, that's pretty good, right? Forty eight for which one? For the first one. Well, the first one's probably the best. Second one twenty nine. We're getting. We're that's getting not a good quality score. Films. Quality films. <laughs> forty seven for three. Went okay, back they up brought it clicks. back up. They brought it back up. See, they're getting. They're getting there. Uh, four went to twenty. Oh, that's bad. Dip with four, and then five. Say they're gonna save it. They're gonna bring it home with five. Forty nine percent, almost fifty percent. With the so the film. average is like thirty percent. And the final film, the big twist of that one was like it was all a dream or whatever. No, just, only the final battle. Was right, the big final battle was all a dream because they wanted to prove to the other guys that like we would. Totally and then at the end, um, Taylor Lautner falls in love with a baby. Well, to be fair, Edward, a literal baby. Edward is like a thousand years old, and he fell in love with like a no. But the baby woman. is actually a baby. Okay, but relative to Edward, she's also at a least baby. um she became a vampire by the end, also. But she's like eighteen years old. Not as weird as falling in love with an actual baby. He's a doubt. The age gap between them is actually less weird. Uh, Sam, there's age gap, and then there's falling in love with a literal baby. Was well, the baby like psychic or something? No. Why? How do you fall in love with a baby? Because the werewolf's like imprint on a person that's like their lifelong mate, and he imprints on their baby. So he's born and then imprints on. The, or is it like? Is it like uh, Hotel Transylvania rules? It's Hotel Transylvania rules, although it only works one way. So the that's baby doesn't really have weird. to be in love with him, but he's in love with the baby. Okay, but that's like out of his control. Doesn't make it not weird. <laughs> yeah, that's still super weird. <laughs> anyway, Sam, yeah, what else? This is we, a weird series. What, what, other, what, other, what other book series can we make? We could do Divergent. Remember Divergent? No one remembers We could Divergent. do that season by season television show we could do maze what's Runner? the popular one right now what are the kids reading Season, these days i don't know what are the kids reading? isn't there one that's like the assassin something i've seen a couple kids uh, read those. scythe i've seen scythe scythe's been a big scythe a lot of kids in which i think that's getting that. an adaptation on like who uh hunger could, games they're bringing hunger games back with a prequel we could do a hunger games series they could do a tv show of that too what um, else what else was in the, the series what else do people like uh 
Shadow and Bone. They're doing that on Netflix. Oh, okay. You know, um, what's that one with the dude with the weird hair? Un- series of unfortunate events. You know how that's already they two- did that on Netflix. Yeah. So, so this time make a movies instead of making. Oh, a they show. did. They did a movie and then that failed and then they did the television show and you wanted them to do another do movie movies again. again. We'll oh, just keep well, you know what? Why back and forth. I think they will a hundred percent because the next Hunger Games movie is not going to make any money. Like, I bet you a lot. I of... think I think the Hunger Games IP is kind of dead. No, it nobody cares. They're it's not going to do anything. That's what I'm saying. I think because like most of the time, no, an IP that, will keep no, going on. Well, the prequel, no one will care because it's a prequel. But if we just do the first one again, then well, no, the the prequel like there's content to explore there. But I think the there is a prequel book. But if you just do, hey, everyone, look, it's Katniss again, and she's doing Hunger Games again, then that'll make more money. Yeah, that'd probably be more profitable. You can do, um, uh, we've got Twilight, to all the boys, we've done that. To all the boys, they just finished those movies, but yeah. why not do it as a TV Wait, show? Wait, aren't there like six of them? They basically did a TV There's show. There's three? I thought there was more than that. And I think they're doing spinoffs now of that, of like her little sister. Who also may or may not have a diary. We could make a sequel, like. a new series of 13 Reasons yeah. Why. Sam, we could... Why not? Although, wasn't that one book? Oh, yeah, it's only one book. But the show went and on for like of, five they seasons. They ran out of source material the first season, yeah. and then the next four were made up. Um, we got to... Again, we could do Divergent, Divergent, Insurgent, Allegiant, Four. I, I hate that those all The rhyme. last one's called Four. I don't know why. And so there's a fourth book. Uh, we have... Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. What? The Traveling Pants? Mm-hmm. Like... Like that swimsuit from Phineas and Ferb? Yeah, I mean, they're pants. They walk around. Why are they a sisterhood? They're pants. Oh, because I... Um, How do you gender Because the, the, the sisterhood is not the pants. The sisterhood is the people who wear the pants. Well, so then the pants friends, don't walk around. They're, they're a group of friends, and they all share the one pair of pants, and it's magic. Are they, like, crippled, and they needed to walk? No, it's like... I guess I think they have, like, good luck or something. Are they just share... Is it just a group that shares a pair of pants? They all share a pair of pants. So it's just a group of regular women who share a pair of pants. Yeah, they're all, like, little girls, though. (laughs) This is a series of books? There's four! That that idea runs out of steam in, like, five seconds! There's the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, the second Summer of the Sisterhood, the third one is just called Girls in Pants, and then... (laughs) Is it written by the guy who made like cats and hats? Sisterhood Everlasting. Was it written by like Dr. Seuss? We could do Princess Diaries. Isn't uh, isn't um? There's a bunch of all the places you'll go getting an adaptation. Yes, like 2028. Yeah, they're doing an animated. That makes no sense either. Or also, Uh, we could do the. Remember when they did all those YA like serious adaptations of like Cinderella? No, do that. Um, what are the books? There's so exist? many options. Um, you know what? We could do the Bible. They already did that. Nah, but what you... was that furry book that everyone read? No, oh, no, no. remember you, you know the furry book? No, do you remember those? It's about cats or something. Oh, 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 warriors! And, oh, warriors! No, that's not furries though. Those are just regular cats. I know, but all the furries read them. No, that book turned people into furries. Exactly. Totally different thing. That's the same thing. No, because furries weren't interested. Normies were interested, and then they and later became them into furries. furries. Well, now we have a whole new demographic. No, you can't adapt those. Why? Because they're cats? No, you don't understand. Those are unadaptable. Why? Incest murder rape. So they did it in Game of Thrones. That was Game of Thrones. These are with, cats. We could do it with cats. These are cats. What if we did Guardians of Cahool? 
They did. What if we did that? No, but as a TV show now. Adapt all 30-something books. That'd probably be good, One actually. season at a time. Uh, yeah, actually, that makes more sense. Because that's like a Percy Jackson thing. Because the movie was, like, awful and didn't make any sense. By the way, there are Because pe- now that the Snyder cult has arisen, there are now people who will legitimately try to defend uh, the Owls of Cahool as a good film. Uh, it looks... It, it looks incredible. It looks... It is so pretty. Such a pretty movie. Story is brain dead. No, it's a stupid movie about dumb owls. But it looks really cool. Guys, just because Zack Snyder... I get that you love Zack Snyder, and you would kill for Zack but Snyder. they poop out their mouths. And you would take your pants off and waggle your, your wiener around for Zack Snyder. What does that mean? What he wants you to do, right? You love yeah. Zack Snyder, you'd do anything for him. But you can like his Justice League stuff without having to pretend to have, like his entire filmography. You don't have to pretend to like Actually, Guardians I of Kahool. I think that... The Snyder Cut is the only Zack Snyder movie I like. Look up. Because I've seen Army of the Dead. That's like one of the worst movies ever. Like genuinely one of the worst movies I've ever you seen. You hate Army of the Dead. It's so bad. But he made Dawn of the Dead. He did the Dawn of the Dead. I've movie. never seen those, so I don't know if those are good That's or his not. best movie. I've seen Guardians you know of the Dead, and it's really bad. So Dawn of the Dead was his first movie, right? You know mm-hmm. why? You know who wrote it? Uh, someone else? James Gunn. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we said 300... I haven't seen 300. Actually, okay. Actually, I think I have. 300's fine. Legend of the Guardians, the Owls of Gahul. That's not how that's not how that sentence goes, but all right. Well, that's the title of the No, I know film. that's the title, but that's not how that $80 million dollar movie. You know Helen the, Mirren plays an owl. You know how good that movie is? A month after release, it was playing in like the Gaddy Town like <laughs> diner theater thing. Joel Edgerton is an owl. Helen Mirren is an owl. They're all owls. It's about owls. Sam Neill plays an owl. You know what, though? You know the warrior. You know who Lee Winnell plays? You know the Warrior Cats books? An owl. I'm not talking about those. You know the Warrior Cats books? <laughs> yeah. So you know how there's Warriors Cats? Yeah. There's also series for like like several dozen book series for uh, like a bunch of other animals, too. Warriors. There's like a bear many? one. There's like a bird one, I'm pretty sure. Siri oh, thinks we're talking Siri about the we're talking basketball about team. The basketball team. I don't care, Siri. Shut up. I read the bear ones. There's an entire section on the Warriors novel series Wikipedia article about the, the series is deep. Theme. I don't remember what the bear one is about. I think they're just like kind there of traveling is around. One of them can one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight main series of no, Warriors there's books. Like 30 and then there's like thirty of them. There's so many standalone novels. There's. I'm looking at probably about 15 standalone novels on top of the eight main No, the, the Warriors Cats is on the scale of Game of Thrones. Like, that's the scale of those books. Maybe even more so because there's like t- like more than twice as many. Uh, I want to know how many there are. How many in total there are? How many Warriors books? I'm surprised how little adaptation of those books there has actually been. And I think it is genuinely because... It says 13. It, I think it is genuinely I because they're just so true. like violent like i think that's actually, actually why they, they were they were dropping like four to f- they were dropping like three no i remember kids year. at school would have like backpacks full of those books. yeah like, there's there's gotta be forever. dozens of them oh you know what they could do is 39 clues i don't know if that's nobody read that either. but hey you know it's there i read the first two i bet you they do that if percy jackson works because uh, rick reardon created that series no he only wrote the first and last he one. created it though so they would be like hey this is a thing he touched. I think this could make money. 39 Clues was a 
really cool idea for a series. And they didn't ever do anything interesting with it? No, no, they did try. The problem was it had Star Wars sequel syndrome. Each book was written by a different author. Yeah, and nothing Sometimes was ever with... consistent. And they all came out... They all came out a year apart, so the first book didn't come out, and then like the next author read it and then wrote the next yeah. one. They were all being written at the same time, so nothing ever there lined up. And all the characters were character wild, inconsistencies from book to book. There were wild story inconsistencies from book to book. The original intention was that like each book's gonna be one clue, and then they got to like the eighth book, and then they were like, "That's just do ten. Never mind. <laughs> that was dumb. Skip. This it. is taking too much time." Then there was a sequel series. Oh, called Sam, the Vespers. Sam, idiot. There was more than one sequel. I'm, I'm talking. I'm going in order here. Give me a minute. There was a sequel series called the Vespers, which were about Wait. a different family no, 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 that no, knew no. about the Thirty Nine no, no, Clues, no, no. but wasn't chasing them. Dumb idiot. And then there was. It was Cahill's versus Vespers, where all of our original character core group of characters from the ten books. I just told you exactly what it what? was. The other family, it was not about the other family. They just they introduced them. That's what about makes them a different. different global puzzle system. No, they're just going after the same clues because they're trying to get the thing that the Cahills already have. You don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. Then there was another series after that that had green covers. So all the original ones had like a bunch of different covers. Then the, the Vespers oh, ones had red covers. Then the Unstoppable had green Unstoppable covers. Unstoppable was about an evil man who got the magic serum. Yeah, and it was about... Just one guy that they were fighting. Mm -hmm. And then they did... There's a book in the series called Flashpoint. Because the the 39 Clues makes you a serum that makes you immortal. uh, Double Cross. Yeah, if you put all the 39 Clues together, it makes you immortal with a magic serum. Um, but but the thing is, is the whole reason the, the story starts is because there was one person left who knew how to make the serum, and they died. So they switched protagonists. So with the, the serum didn't work very well They then. switched protagonists when they did the fourth one. Well, because there were... So the Cahill, and that led into the fifth one. The Cahills are the main family, but there are four splinter families from the Cahills. Yeah. Then there is one branch of the Cahills that is still the Cahills. They're There's the main characters too many. for the first Ugh. three. Then it switches perspectives to different families, eventually you. aligning all at the end with the last one. I'm just, I was just naming. Books. Then they introduce a totally separate core family, the Vespers, who also have splinter families. But then they start fighting and the Cahills. Butt face. And then there's the unstoppable ones, which I didn't even bother to Into learn about or read. Vesper. Let's move on. Talk about Amazon. What is Amazon? Oh, They're developing done? movies and series. What's up with Sam, that? Sam, 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 Sam. Amazon has begun um, digging through their depths of the MGM IP library, which, of course, they paid $8.5 billion for. So, uh, James Bond and uh, presumably so other they've things. They've been cherry-picking certain films that they think they can be expanded into both new film and television projects. So just go to Wikipedia. Let's see what their, uh, their IP says. Uh, I don't think that's one of them. <laughs> this is uh Oh, that's Jeff Bezos. This is this is them digging through their archive of No, but but, but that's there's money here. <laughs> there's no money uh, in the <laughs> empties. Yeah, that <laughs> And then and then if we could photoshop just a picture of James Bond's hair. Yeah, this is this is Amazon. That's Amazon looking preparing at their MGM library. They're ready to dive into the the vast catalog for for uh, of MGM properties. Yeah, um, so what So Sam, let me read some of these IPs they've targeted, oh, all let's, right? Let's let's do it. RoboCop? Oh, yeah. Stargate? 
Legally, I think actually people do want them to make more Stargate stuff. Legally Blonde? That's not. Uh, there is a fan base for that, but I don't. I think Fame? it's kind of done. Barbershop? That's that's just. The a, Magnificent Seven? That's not an IP. Pink Panther? Maybe. The Thomas Crown up. Affair? What? <laughs> of course. These are these are the ones they've targeted. So oh, like, these are the ones they're picking to pursue. These are the cherry picked ones that they've that they're looking at. Oh, this isn't just a list of all of no, them. No, this was not like they're they're picking from this. This is these are the things they've already picked. Oh, that's not a good sign. So, <laughs> according to Deadline, Legally Blonde is being considered for both a film and a television series. They're just they literally movie likely coming first uh, because Legally Blonde three has been in, like development hell for like ten years now. There just literally isn't enough like plot. To make a series out of that. We'll try, though. Stargate, uh, they're going to do a film and multiple TV series out of sure that. I'm sure people have been demanding that for first. decades. There's a bunch of Stargate. There are, there are like... No, I'm thinking of Firefly, which is a different show You're about a magical space game. But Stargate also... Stargate, there's like a bunch of stuff with Stargate. But that, yeah, but that, no one cares. That that also has like a couple of the really dedicated fans. Yeah, but it's not the same. Um, Robocop... Same. They're gonna they're gonna do a movie and a TV show. They're gonna do a TV show first. Yeah, that's not gonna go anywhere. They they've been talking about that too. They there was talk about doing forever. They've been trying to do a RoboCop TV show, but said it before RoboCop. So it'd be called Regular Cop. So it would be just like it would just be the robots, but there's no cop. So it's just crime. it's just a cyberpunk video game. Yeah, which is different than the RoboCop. It's video RoboCop, game. but like take out all the stuff for RoboCops there. Yeah, so regular It's just cop. regular stuff happening. Regular in the future cop. Yeah, but presumably without a cop, though. So regular It would in follow the like a robot thing. or something. I don't know. It was weird. So just robot. Yeah. Just robo. <laughs> just robo. 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 So Robocop, they did Robocop 1 in 1987. That was a big hit, right? And, it, and it, people think it's just a dumb action movie, but it's really like a satire of capitalism. But they—they're not gonna. That's not gonna be. It's it. cyberpunk. It's literally cyberpunk. Just before that was like a popular. If you're thing. thinking any of these, these like original films with themes is actually gonna carry over, you're a moron. Um, Robocop. No, skip right over. That. When they do Robocop Five, it's definitely just gonna be a dumb movie where a robot cop shoots guys for no reason. Yeah, the original one was about like how like capitalism had ruined society so much they yeah. were willing to bring back. And they were this living dead in a guy. police state. They, um, they were living in a police state that was so unkillable that one of them died and they brought him back as a super cop to kill people. Uh, then they made Robocop 2, made, which didn't, they probably didn't make any money. Then they did Robocop 3, which maybe made money. Uh, by Robocop 3, I believe that was PG-3. It stopped being like any, they just, just started being like a dumb kid's film. Yeah, at that point it did become And just then like they a remade the film. first Robocop with Joel Kinnaman and and that was that's like the black armor one that you see. And sometimes. that one did not make money. But they're gonna try again anyway. That one was basically Alita Battle Angel. Like, yes. Like it was a dude instead and then of a, a robot. They're guy. developing TV series uh, based on the movie Fame off Barbershop. What is Barbershop? The Magnificent Seven. Barbershop is that comedy series about Barbershop. I think it's Ice Cube. Was it from like the seventies? I've never heard of no, that. No, it's from like the I want to say like the early two thousands. I don't want to look a barbershop because because that won't give you anything. Well, no, it'll just tell me where they did barbershop. Yeah, they did barbershop one in two thousand two. Wait, it's a movie? Yes, it's a it's a film. Oh, I series. thought this was a TV show. It's, no, it's Ice Cube. They're gonna do a TV show. Ah, based off the movie. Then they did barbershop two in two thousand four, and then they did a third one. Is it a, like one. a comedy? Yeah. Then they did a third one twelve years later. 
Okay. And I think that one was direct. I want to say that one was direct to video. That one I feel like you could probably no, make stuff out of. Like, I feel like you could make like an office You just style. do a goofy thing where a different... You just make it into a sitcom. It's just Kim's Convenience, but it, it's a barbershop. You turn it into a sitcom set in a barbershop. Yeah, that's what, it's just Kim's Convenience in a barbershop. Uh, Magnificent Seven is already a remake of The Seven Samurai, but with cowboys. Which is like a thousand years old. Which So I guess they're just going to do Seven Cowboys Roam the Desert Fighting Crime. Um, all right. <laughs> then they're well, doing don't they films. all die in that movie? Yeah, they all die defending the town. Well, they're back from the dead. Is it a prequel? Or they'll just... Wasn't uh, it'll just be a you Sam? Are you this dumb? It's just going to be a different seven. Piece. Yeah, no, I know that's what they're going to do. But I'm <laughs> saying if they were to try and make it like an IP, it would um, just be seven different people, and they're just also cowboys. Who wasn't Chris Pratt in it, or yeah, was he, he was. in the Goofy remake? He was in Magnificent Seven. Is the Goofy remake? No, oh, no, there's the a goofier remake. That that's an Adam Sandler film. Yeah, he's not in that. He's in the Magnificent. He's in the seven. regular one. He's in the uh, the serious, the movie. serious one, serious. Yes, uh, they're also, I mean, they do all die. In the then end, they're so doing new films serious. based on the Thomas Crown Affair and Pink Panther. What is the Thomas Crown Affair? That's a 1999 drama starring Pierce Brosnan. Um, what? Okay, sure. Pink Panther. Uh, that one's maybe going to be animated, so presumably that one would be about that. One, that one is so easy to make. So they a did the things out of. so Pink Panther. They did the original movies, in, I believe the six, which are like goofy parodies or of the Sherlock 70s. Holmes. It's a heist series where, like, okay. So I thought he was a detective who's trying to solve the. Heist. Yeah, he is. He's yeah, the, someone keeps stealing the diamond, and then he keeps the diamond is called the Pink Panther diamond, and the same detective who's like totally stupid. So there was a million Pink Panther movies in the six from the sixties through the nineties, and then they did two with um with a different Steve guy, Steve Martin, in the two thousands. People didn't like those as much. People did not like those, but we're gonna try to do it again. But maybe this time it'll be a cartoon and about like the actual uh, Panther. The Pink Panther. Because they did a series. So the Pink Panther is a diamond. And then they did a bunch of like the There's actress, a spin off cartoon. They did like Hanna Barbera cartoons about like an actual Pink Panther. And Where he, he just, just like did messes hijinks. with a painter or something? He just did hijinks. Yeah, he just was like. So Bugs presumably, Bunny. if they're doing an animated film, that would be based off the Panther just does hijinks and not on the diamond Unless heists. it's a 3D CGI cartoon with a detective. Maybe it's that. I could see that being a thing. Kind of like Inspector Gadget. The last one of those uh, was a horrible bomb, the last movie. Well, yeah, Pink Panther duh. 2 in 2009. It's, it's Pink Panther. I don't know why you $70 it million dollar budget, $76 million box office. Return. That's a good, that's good returns. They made, yep. uh, made no money on that. They, they lost it all. Uh, and then the first the one before that, it... Oh, just as bad. Also barely broke even. Why did they yep. make a second one? Anyway. Maybe they thought the audience <laughs> would pull through. <laughs> hey, they didn't like the first one. Make Let's another. do another. <laughs> That's the Percy Jackson strategy. Um, A new poltergeist thing is also maybe in the works, but okay. that would be several yeah, years down like the road. They make a million of those. There are no plans to expand the James, James Bond franchise. They're, I think they're sitting on that for a while. They're waiting for the producers to figure out what they're going to do with that they're waiting they're waiting for the broccolis to cast someone yeah and then they and then they signed a deal with balboa productions to develop more rocky and creed spinoffs all right so that's their ip well sam are you excited about any of these things no are you remotely interested in any of these things i forgot most of them already robocop legally blonde stargate thomas crown affair pink panther 
Poltergeist. Yeah, no, I don't care about any of that at all. Uh, Rocky? I have seen Creed 3. What if we remade the Lord of the Rings books, but each book is now a season of television? Then I still... Well, I haven't even seen the original movies. <laughs> I've seen the first... Actually, okay. I'm not entirely sure if I've seen the whole first movie or only the first half of the first movie. What part of the movie do they get to the Elf Kingdom at? It's like the middle. Okay, then I've only seen half. That's maybe like an hour and 15 minutes in. I remember the part where they're walking and the water horses kill the ghost guys. Yeah, that's like an hour in. And then they just sort of magically teleport to the Elf Kingdom after that. They don't. How do they get there? Frodo gets poisoned. Yeah, I know he's poisoned and then he passes out and then they just wake up there. And then, um, what's her face? Aragorn's girlfriend. Girl elf. Comes and gets her. Comes and gets him. Yeah, but we don't actually see that. Yeah, you you see it. I thought he's passed out and then he wakes up. Yeah, because he he passed out. You see her running away. They get to the river and then you don't see That's what I'm saying. You don't see them go to the kingdom. You're seeing them go. You assume that that's where they go. That is where they go. Well, it is where they go, but I'm saying you don't see them No, arrive. you don't see them, like, step by step, just clop into the kingdom on horseback to fight. Well, like, they never walk through the gate of the castles. Like, yeah, they, they just don't, because that's He just wakes up and he's They there. probably do in the extended cut. I don't know. Maybe. I don't I haven't seen it. Anyway, <laughs> Sam, Amazon, was on it the- worth the $8.5 billion? No. 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 They're going to lose money None on of all these, these projects. None of these are even billion-dollar IPs, like, Not on even their remote. Own. Maybe James Bond. Maybe. That is. That is. If it got more popular than it but already also, was. also, what do you do with James Bond other than just make James Bond movies? Really, that's all you have to do. Make James Bond oh, movies. Like, how do you expand it? You don't. You just make more. But you have to do spinoffs. No, you don't. You just make that's, more of them. You have to do a franchise. You have to franchise. Make a how movie about... How do we franchise about... James Bond? Make a series. Okay. Here, now listen, you're listen, talking. Listen. Now you're talking. Hang on. Hang on. Let me, let me, here's the pitch. All right. It's all called... Right. Yeah, but yeah. It's called... I'm Amazon. I'm listening. Q. The origins of James Bond's equipment manager. Guy. I love this. I love this. I love this. Can we call it people? I think people will be confused. So can we call it Q colon the origins of uh, James Bond's handler? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Call it exactly that. Yeah, let's call it that. Except for James Bond's not there. No, it takes place in the 1950s. Sure. And he works for the British Secret Service. He's basically yeah. James Bond before James Bond. So he's going to like go out in the field, even though in the movies, all he ever does is sit in the lab and make equipment. Yeah. In this one, he's going to go out in the field and like shoot guys and explode things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's going to be a completely separate character than we've ever seen him before. And he bangs the queen. Oh, see. And they have a secret child. Well, is it? But he's, he's who is actually James Bond's gay dad. in the crib. Well, he, that happened later. Came out as gay later. Yeah. In the 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He... <laughs> Wait, so is this going to be a prequel to the modern Reboot? No, 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 no. It's or a, it's going to be completely standalone. It, it's a prequel to the first one, the first James Bond movie. For, for, to Dr. No from 1962. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it takes place like 10 years before James Bond. So this is Sean Connery's Q. Yeah. This is going to be great. I, I, <laughs> love, I love this idea. I don't see... You know what? Let's just do that for all of the characters. Let's do... Um, and then we'll make a sequel series to that. What, what that takes place it? at the same time as the first movie. So while it's Q, just it's just what Q, Q is doing. While Q is <laughs> so is he in the lab for that one or is he still out in the field exploding things? Well, he's in the lab, but when he when James Bond's not there, he goes out and does missions too. So this whole time, James Bond just thinks this guy is just like <laughs> making gear for him, but in reality, he's just also James Bond. No, and Q has a has his own assistant, um, L, who makes all his stuff. 
And and then there's M and N and O and P and so on and so forth. And Q and R and S and T U V and all. Well, the no, ones. there is a um, there is another one in John Cleese plays a different guy, in, a different handler in the fourth Pierce. Bro- no, it's not Q. It's not Q's handler. It's Q's guy who makes stuff. It's Q's handler. It's not his handler. He's like a mechanic. Yeah, it's his handler, Sam. No, I know Q is James Bond's handler. Yeah. Q doesn't have a handler. He's at the top. He's the top dog. Who's his... He just... doesn't make sense. <laughs> he, just has a... he, he, just, he just has a mechanic. Can we do it for, like, all of them? Yeah. Like, M, the origin of James Bond's boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the letters. Money Penny, the origin of James Bond's boss's secretary. We'll call that one MP. MP. So we keep the letter theme going. Okay, so we want to keep it consistent with the brand. Yeah, and then we'll call it the Alphabet Saga. And it'll just, each one of them will be one letter. The Alphabet Saga. <laughs> okay, let's move on. What's let's next? talk about Zelda. Oh, okay, wait, before we talk about Zelda, did you see that uh, Nintendo just, like, taking 30% yes, of that I guy's did. money for that guy's earnings for the rest of his life because he had the gall hack Nintendo. All right, anyways, uh, I just think that that's insane. How, how do we listen to this without the music? That makes it so lame. Well, we don't. All right, we no, got to be pausing and, and so we can talk about stuff. There's pause, a pause, 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 uh, go back. Uh, unpause. I want to see that big island. Okay, pause. See that, that one big boy? Up there, there's a big island. Yeah, there's a big boy up there. I think it's just a big island, Sam. You think it's going to be like the main one and then there's like other I think it's ones? just the biggest one there. Or that there's the biggest one in the, that I think it's shot. probably where like whatever the... Because there's that's the there's big one again. Big one there? That's no, I think that's the same one just from. I think there's just a bigger one. The yellow trees. We can see one of those little guys yeah, hacking little at the tree, tree with his little. The little rock. robots fight guys and hack trees. I think that's interesting. Yeah. All right. So here we have Link, and he is just straight Link has diving uh, lost in. the will to live and has jumped. He is going right in. Okay, wait. Do pause though. Um, go back. Because I want to point out something. He has something on his hip. Is that another Sheikah slate? Oh, you mean those little, like, rounds? Yeah. Like the little green capsules? Yeah, what's those? Rounds for his gun. He's a, he's a gun? <laughs> Link has a gun now. Well, you know, maybe he's got all these cars and magic. Maybe it's time just to try shooting Ganondorf in the face with a gun. Uh, a maybe, regular maybe. gun. Oh, um, they did announce that the if you scan the... Uh, There's the towers, by the way, again. Yeah, if you scan the Zelda Loftwing Amiibo, it changes the color of the glider. Am I going to have to buy the Loftwing Amiibo? I mean, it's It's $5 at GameStop right now. Dude, I'm going to go buy the Loftwing. Okay, okay, pause. So we've been wondering for a while. Didn't they announce what the time gap is for Between This and Breath of the Wild? I think so. So I think it's on their website. I think it's 15 years. So it's not not that long. Definitely not that long. Um, Um, I think it's like two or three years. Uh, Okay. So, we've been wondering for a while what the state of Hyrule is going to be in this game. Is it going to be fully rebuilt? Obviously Basically, not, what's going on? Have to build a new map. So, we can see this. Well, but they wouldn't even, they would just have to, like, fix all the stuff that's there. Like, fix the rocks and make it look new. But we can see from this that what they're doing is it's, like, in, it's in a construction phase. So like, they're, like, in the process of rebuilding. So it'll be interesting to see what stuff they change and what stuff they don't. I also want to point out in the background, you can see that big donut in the background. That shows up in a lot of different shots. I think that's like a sky island that fell down. Um, yeah, so with, now that we know what the state of Hyrule is, just keep that in mind because there's another shot I want to talk about later. Yeah. 
And we can see Link is walking around down there. Look, there he's he's coming. And there's, there's the big, the big donut. donut again. Uh, and there is some like scaffolding over there. Mm-hmm. So they're presumably... This is next to Hetano. Yeah, and there's scaffolding like all over. That like, could now some repairing buildings. Well, I don't know if it's them repairing buildings or them like investigating this stuff. And then there's a, there's a shrine. Yeah, a spirally shrine. I don't know what's up Shrines with Shrines are green and spirally. This area I don't think exists. Yeah, it does. In the... It's snowy in the... Yeah, it's like different. Or there's the desert. Okay, this, I, this I, I do want to talk about. That's not a shrine. Hang on. No, please. there's a shrine in the back. Yeah. So that big temple thing... Because yep. uh, I went back and I looked at all the Zonai ruins in the game because I was like, that's probably going to be like a big thing. So I went back into Breath of the Wild and I went and I went to those sites just to see like if there's anything we can glean from that. Mm-hmm. The building that's like rising out of the ground looks the same as if you go to the Farron Woods, there's a structure that's just called Zonai Ruins and it's the top of one of those buildings. But it's like, it's like mostly underground. It's like mostly in the dirt. Also, this is really important. Cthulhu. Um, so that so red tentacles or that hair. That's hair. Hey, it's our boy. It's Ganon. Well, is that Ganon? Yes. Hang on. Look at his arm, though. His face. That could be lots of things. Lots of characters with evil-looking faces. It's a blood movie. His arm is scaly. Damn, it's not. His arm is it's, scaly. It's definitely Ganondorf. It probably they show is. Him later in the trip. Well, yeah, but that's regular Ganondorf. Uh, there's a big flying boat now. There's a Viking ship. There's magic bubbles. There's laser fields and a flight suit. We got a um, gotcha machine. He's got a Batman style flight. Yeah, he's suit. got a flight. Okay, this pit. That. I know where that pit is. I think that's one of the new dungeons. No, that's the pit that's in um, the the Yiga hideout. Uh, but you never you can never go down there in the game. Got a club. Uh, yeah, here he is like cobbling. spinning a staff on a horse, and he's like going Rolled into battle. He's on an elevator. Okay, who's who that guy? Is that guy. So I know who that guy is. Who's that? That guy is. If you go to the first trailer, he's the statue thing. What? Remember the statue of the bunny rabbit looking thing? No. Go back to the first. I'm not trailer. doing that. Okay. If you go back to the first trailer, the first shot of the first trailer, so it would take you, like, no time. Isn't that in a cave? Yeah. Like, the E3, like, the first one, before it had a title. I believe so. Well, I don't know. It might be the second one. It's the one where you can see the tapestry. Yeah, it's the second one, the second trailer. It's the one where you can see the tapestry thing, and there's, like, little Uh, guys fighting the monsters or whatever. uh, Because after seeing this trailer, I made a lot of... There's a lot of stuff on that, like, tapestry thing. Oh, my God. There's, like, eight different... For this game, there's three. No, there's five. there's the first one, there's the second one, there's the gameplay reveal, and there's no, this one. there's the first one which revealed it was in development. There's the second one which they did at another E3, but they still didn't reveal what the title was. And then there was another one which they revealed the title in which they start, which they counted. I'm not the first counting trailer. the one where they just said it's in development. That's not a trailer. They just said it was in development. No, that was the one where we saw uh, Zelda fall into the big hole and the magic hand in okay, the big just building. Pull up the second trailer. I'm trying, but when you search trailer two, they count trailer two as um as the second trailer after the title was revealed. See my dilemma here? Okay, just find the I'm the, looking you know the here trailer. we go. E3 2021. Alright. You see the tapestry thing? I'm looking at ashes and big goo. And more goo. The part where it slows down and just pans over the I like see a rock skeleton carving. man. I'm really just looking at a lot of goo here, Sam. Hey, then that's not what I'm talking about, obviously. Uh, this is a long 
on here. Then go to the first one. I'm not doing this right now. Okay, fine. I'll pull it up then. What? Does it matter? Yes. Because uh, we know basically the whole You're story. the only one who makes me do homework to watch video game it's trailers. It's so little work. Oh, here it is. I found it. Okay. Do you it's see in the... the first. It's in the third trailer. Yeah, okay. It's in one of them. But yeah, that guy. It's the that guy. Stone thing, and the way I we guess. the way we also know because he has a third eye on his head in the trailer. That one has a third eye, but it's closed. Here. I think it's full. Yeah, this. See? Closed third um, eye. Um closed. Same as that. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Now yeah. I want well, maybe it's the same species. Now keep look, go a little bit further in this trailer. You'll see a figure that we assumed was Zelda, but she has really long pointy ears. And she has three little teardrops. On the wall? Or like oh, the it's, little... it's on the wall again. Yeah, yeah, it's the little... It's the one with her hand cupped like... Uh... Yeah, yeah, the okay. one that's obviously Zelda. Yes. You see the number of teardrops she has carved three. under her eye. Yes, okay, keep going. We'll, I'll, we'll get back to that. He has several, but we'll get back to that. I'll show you later. Pona. So we have a big mech coming out of the, the thing. Links. Okay, this is also fresh that's and cool. new. That's is this castle rebuilt? Because the rest of it wasn't rebuilt. This could be the start of Or the is game. this in the past? Probably this. But it, the rest of the town wasn't fixed. So is this fixed? If this is fixed, why is it empty? I mean, they probably started here. There's no one else in here. There's, the torches aren't lit. I think this might be a... No. Can we not do time travel? I think we might be doing an Ocarina of Time. Ah! And there's a little bit more evidence for that, but we'll get to it. So uh, press play. Boo! No. Okay. So gross. here we have. Keep going though. Uh, here we have Zelda. Not gross. This part's hot. What? <laughs> um. So this is our first shot of Zelda, and they're talking about Link and his sword and how cool Link is, and how Link's the coolest. Movie, they're like, the Link, your guy. sword's so sick and rad; it'll never break. And you're half. the coolest dude. Okay. Who is this? That's the dragon dude. This is a creep. That's the dragon dude. Yeah, you can saw see he's got earlier. a third eye. Okay. She has one teardrop. I'm back on board with this. She has one teardrop tattoo there. Or, or makeup or thing. magic eye print. So I just keep that in mind. Look, Link's on a big Link's fake on a big bird. bird. He can do parries with his all with his sword now. He's flying. There's music. He's going. The, the, the saxophone. There's going a off bird right sidekick now. You can make a cart. That's Rivali's son, I believe. That's fun. Well, that uh, doesn't make any sense though. Because didn't Rivali die like 115 years ago? The Rito live a really long time. Oh, they're birds. Just do. Why are you asking questions? It makes sense for the Goron to live the, a long time. The volcano is spewing death. Okay, hold up, though. <laughs> of all the species that are going to live a long time, it would be the rocks. It might be his grandson. And know. not the birds. No, because the fish people live a really long birds die time. after 15 years. Because Sidon was Mipha's brother, and he's, like, middle-aged. Well, wasn't he a baby when... He was, like, little. He was little. a baby 100 years ago, and now he's, like, 20 years old. I guess. That's real. Anyways. I don't like either going. of those. Um... So they're uh, fighting he's stuff. Okay, we're underground here, which is interesting. Oh, this is also really good. There's crazy. a minecart level, like Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, so there's minecart stuff going on. They're, they've got oh. the fans attached, so presumably there's going to be stuff that spawns like that. You can make a big fort. Okay, um, here he's wearing an outfit reminiscent. Oh, by the way, you can confirm to use minerals as well. Yeah, so that makes a fire arrow, which I think is like a really expensive fire arrow, but whatever. Um, That's a thing. Bird, ice dragon thing. Okay, okay, um... Not here, but on the next shot, you're gonna to want to pause. It's a magic tear. So we know what the tears of the kingdom are. Also, they're infinity stones. This one has the same marking on it as his rewind power. 
Maybe you plug the tears into your arm. So here's my theory. Zelda falls into the pit, right? Mm-hmm. Her hands closed, holding a thing. She starts to glow gold as soon when she starts falling, and we see that later in this trailer. Mm-hmm. I think she got stuck in the past. I think she rewound herself into the past. Uh. What? <laughs> so that it's got the rewind logo on it. Is that? I don't. I guess. I mean, it just looks like drawing. It just no, looks pull, pull up links. Rewind power thing. You'll see that the logos, the, the like little. I'm assuming. My guess is that like the tears are just like he. It's, he just like plugs it into his arm. That's the thing that gives powers. I maybe, but this one also shoots lasers, so that's not true. Well, um, every magic rock shoots lasers. So all right, here we have Ganon. He also has one of the tears of the kingdom. Ganondorf. It's Ganondorf. Ganondorf. It's back now. Yeah, Ganondorf's There's back. Who canonically Ganondorf is dead. Well, now he's so alive. That's confusing, but whatever. Um, I know you had your big theory, but did you honestly think they were going to make a Zelda game with no Ganon or Ganondorf in it? They already have another villain. Uh, maybe there's did several. You, they've already you, made games with no Ganon and Ganondorf in them. That's true. Like several, like dozens of them. Why is this such a hard thing for you because to understand? Because Ganondorf is in Smash Bros. And Ganondorf is who people know. <laughs> oh, sure, but they, they will know other villains if they make other villains. Anyway, keep uh, going. Look, ooh, oh, don't. Okay, he's got a tear in his forehead. Yay, it's so him! You can't see it as well. What if it's the Triforce? It's not, and I'll, we'll get into that. But um, they all have a piece of the Triforce. But there's way more tears of the kingdom than there are Triforces. There's seven tears of the kingdom. Yeah, I think there's... If you look on the old trailer, you'll see that there's seven. I counted. Oh, seven is too many. Um, so he has one on his forehead. You can't oh, see it super well here, but on the, on the screenshot they posted on the website, you can see it a lot clearer. Um... Enemies been working. It's still out. you can still pretty much make it out, but uh, yeah. So he's got a tear of the kingdom on his forehead, um, which I think is what powers him up to turn into like his demise form or whatever that other form is. I think that's what causes that to happen. Here we have Link flying around with his buddy again. Ooh, okay, is this this is okay. This is what I was talking is this about. Zelda's earlier. mom? No, but it is that character. Yeah. Okay. So it's go. on screen for less than a second. Just just do it. Just um, work. Eh. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Have I'm gonna have to pause it at the exact. Here, use the space bar to pause it. Why are you doing this? Because if you click, use the space bar. There. Okay. She has the same tier mm, on her. It's a chest. yellow one. What if they're all just? It's yellow? a yellow one. I think this is either yeah one of Zelda's ancestors mm. or some powered up version of Zelda who's changed race, who has also changed race somehow. But notice. <laughs> She has more of the tears on her face than Zelda did. Yes. She has four, where Zelda had the one. I think this is the character on that glyph. Maybe. And I think this is her ancestor. That's why it's on that ancient carving, because this is in the past. She also has the tear. I can't tell you how much I'd hate it sometimes. And there we had um, the Gerudo Queen's granddaughter. I don't remember her name. Rita or Rika, something like that. Hey, it's... Um, Sidon's back. Sidon, and he's the king Also, now. okay, he has this, like, glowy web stuff around him. So did um, Rivali's grandson or Rivali's. Uh, I think it's probably just like you're related to those hero. Brands. I think they also have Tears of the Kingdom because if you go back, yeah, okay, you can't really see it very well. If you pause like at the right time, he he has one of the tears right there. I mean, I think that's no. Look at it; it's, it's not shaped. really tear shaped. It is absolutely tear shaped. What do you with mean? My ocular... Oh yeah, that is. So that's like a water one. Or I assume there's maybe, one per each tribe. I'm assuming she has one. I'm assuming he has one, and so on and so forth. <sighs> um, I do think the side characters are going to get more play in this, though, because of, of Hyrule Warriors. I think, also, 
I think they're trying to push like more characters to be in Zelda well, so ex- that they have more people to add to Smash Bros. Well, this one, the story is taking place now, and the other one, the story took place in the past. The Hydra. Here's a Hydra, and notice Zelda's outfit is exactly the same as that other character's one. The necklace is the same. The little bobbles on her ears are the same. The crown is the same. So I think that character in the past either died or swapped places with Zelda, and then Zelda's like in the past where she was. And the, the dragon dude is also in the past, and he What's just gave her the same here? outfit. So she's saying, Link, come find me. But she's like obviously standing in like a random spot. She doesn't spot. appear to be in immediate danger. She's not, yeah. So one, she's, we've seen this exact place before in the, one of the other trailers. That's where Link like puts his sword on the thing. That's that same table. I think Zelda is stuck in the past. After. It's Zelda. They do time travel all the time. They do it. They did it once. They did it and like it three literally times. Literally made it so convoluted. It's you literally can't follow the Zelda timeline. Uh, well, this one takes place at the very end of the timeline. But there's three timelines. Yeah, but they converge into this one. And now they're gonna jack it up again because now we're doing time travel again. So, yeah, no one really knows what's going on. I think Zelda might be stuck in the past or some version of that. Mm. I think that's the situation. Them having to do like a past version of Hyrule would explain why it took so long. Yeah. If she's in the past, it means you won't get to her till the end of the game, which means they didn't have to actually make it. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. But But that would explain where there's like futuristic stuff. Maybe all the timeline, maybe all the times are like converging on the. That's, I think, I think there's some sort of convergence thing going on. Maybe something like Bill and Ted uh, face the music. But. I think she's definitely stuck in the past or something like that. Because she's obviously not going to have to capture a bunch of uh, whales to fix the. Probably she's she's not in any obvious danger, and like she's there with that sage wizard dragon guy, and he doesn't seem malicious. He might be, but we don't really know. Um. So yeah, I'm so glad this comes out on the twelfth and not the week before. Uh, What's the week before that? Guardians. I have stuff. Stuff happening the week before. If this hap- if this came out the weekend before, I I would get nothing done. <laughs> but yeah, so after this trailer came out, I went back and I watched the other ones. And yeah, there's so we know there's seven tiers of the kingdom. We know what those are now. They're basically infinity stones. We know Ganon has one. We know Sidon has one. We know Zelda has one. Um, we can assume Rivali's kid probably has one since they have the same sort of glowy net web thing around them. Sure. Uh, Rika, or whatever her name is, might have one. I'm assuming that the ancestors of the champions all have one. All the people with names. Yeah. That would be my assumption. There are very little. Right, that's cool. So, we, yeah, we know a little, we know a lot I'm more about the I'm glad they decided now. to reveal all of the gameplay and storybook and story stuff in the final trailer of the game a month before it came Okay, not but this any trailer, of the six years of build-up. This trailer was also just insanely hype. From yeah. like, we see so many gameplay stuff we haven't seen before. Like, you can strap rockets to your arm. Link builds a freaking mech out of some some garbage. There's uh, bu- like floating bubble stuff. He's got a wingsuit. He, th- there's a lot it's of crazy. Stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on. Can't, uh, wait. can't wait. I'm very excited for this game to come out. That'll be my favorite game probably. Before we get to the views, I got it. All right. All righty, we're back. All right, Sam, you're ready to talk about some big franchise films and television shows? Oh, yes. Let's get into it. So, By the way, I didn't. I realized the lights weren't on that whole time. 
it's fine because it looked different. better when it wasn't on, but it's fine. Anyways, um, Super Mario Bros. The, the movie. movie. So technically, it, it's not the title saying Super Mario Bros. Movie. That's the same thing. Um, it's Super Mario Bros. The movie. Different. Well, anyways, for those of you who don't know, the Super Mario Brothers are 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 these two uh plumbers who fight m- mushrooms and and dinosaurs. Okay. <laughs> Good job. I'm proud of you. Way to go. I don't know how else to. Uh, sometimes they save princesses from castles. Are you lagging? So. Alrighty, there's the Mario's. There's the Mario's okay. themselves. Uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, screenplay by Matthew Fogel, directed by Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelenic, the Teen Titans Go people. Those dudes. Uh, Matthew Fogel wrote Minions, The Rise of Gru. That was his last Ooh, work. Yeah. Uh, produced by Chris Melodandri and Shigeru Miyamoto, starring Chris Pratt as Mario and Charlie Day as Luigi. Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach and Jack Black as Bowser. And a million other And every people. other celebrity. That's correct. Sam, <sighs> what did you think of the Mario Brothers Super Time? So... This movie was just very much an Illumination movie. I would say story-wise, the quality was on par with, like, the first Sing movie. Maybe a little lower. Okay. Probably on, not as good as, not as good as Despicable Me 1, but somewhere between Despicable Me 2 and The Minions, I would say, in terms of story. Like the quality of the story, uh, I would say in terms of illuminationness, which is how annoying it is, I would say it's. I would say this is one of the not as annoying. It's one of the less annoying ones. I was still very annoyed by some of the, some of the characters were just I think in the movie just to annoy me specifically. But uh, I would say overall it was it was fine. It wasn't that bad. I was very um. My general thought watching it was if I was eight years old. I would probably think this is the greatest movie ever made. Probably, but but I'm not eight years old. So well, num- yeah, number one, we're not eight years old. Number two, like they Illumination has made this movies is a that movie are like for, for very little kids. It's kind of shocking because my, uh, Nintendo has slowly been picking up over the last couple of years that most people who play their games are not little children. Yeah, they seem to finally. But this get film that. seems to have been made in the philosophy that it is exclusively for little children. Well, and the the this okay. So number one, and that's not to say there's no things to enjoy if you're a more grown up person. But or there are adults. There's not a lot to enjoy. But there's less to enjoy than than I would say even other illumination. I films. would have preferred another yeah. studio handle this. Well, yeah, of course. I. I mean, Nintendo, Mario should have been, like, a Pixar movie, but, and I'm not complaining about the animation quality. The, the, I don't know why she's, but, um, the, the animation was actually really good. I would say it's, it's, it's a step above the regular illumination. It has illumination. three really, really, really strong points, and I'd say that's the animation, which is extraordinarily well-designed and super colorful, and as far as illumination all the goes, environments I, I think, are really well realized. I think this is their best looking movie. It's their best looking movie by far. Um, the music 
in terms of like the orchestral score is amazing. Yeah. The end credits song to this movie is an absolute bop. It's great. It's a banger. The end credits score for this movie. The, um, the music the in way general that is just they, really, really That well they done. mix the the original game themes and themes and throughout the entire on. series from from Super Mario Brothers in nineteen eighty five all the way to Galaxy and Odyssey. They like when he goes into the across. underground, it plays the underground music. I thought that was really yeah. cool. When it, like the music is remixed to, to be like cinematic and orchestral, but it still like and hits it, the same beats and it works as it does really, the really game, well. The which music is really is cool. great. It's the best part, honestly. Uh, if you think you're going to be annoyed by this movie. Go listen to the orchestral score on Spotify. Just, just, and I don't say that a lot of <laughs> orchestral scores, but this one I'd say is worth it because it's think really you, cool. I think you get something out of it, even if you're not watching the movie to go along with it. And then, honestly, I thought for probably like eight out of ten, I thought the voice casting was re- was at, the performances were actually really really. I good. thought they were all really good. Mike, there were a couple things. Princess Peach. Princess I don't know what Peach was, going was on. a little weak. She was just like, like she she didn't talk and like she was in the movie. She and I don't really like blame her. There. I think the script is not very kind in giving her a lot of character. Her character's not well defined at all. It's well defined, but she does not have a personality. Well, that's what I mean. Like her her character is we not know well who defined. She is, but she doesn't. But she do has anything. no personality. Yeah, sense. yeah. Like she's good at fighting at, at, at things. And, and she is good at... She is also there. Sure. <laughs> she's there and she's good at things. Yes. Um, and then I didn't think... Um, I was kind of shocked. Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong was not great. He was just kind of doing a, like a grumpy voice. I barely noticed. Um, well, he's not in it a whole lot. Though. Yeah, he's, he's only he's in like, I think, one or two scenes. Everyone else is... Uh, Chris Pratt is shockingly good. Chris Pratt was really good. <laughs> what, okay, one thing that did... like was just kind of like a missed opportunity to me. Like, at the beginning, they have this... This is commercial. kind of a spoiler, but it's not Yeah, really. kind of a spoiler, but it's I in think the first, it's been like, released 10 online. minutes. Yeah. Um, so, no, uh, no, 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 we need this. Stop, stop. Hold He's on. trying to eat the towel. He's trying to eat the towel that the mic is, like, to be on. And go on. <laughs> um, they do the, like, Mario voice, like, the, the, the Italian Mario voice. And Chris Pratt and Charlie Day do a great job of, like, doing yeah. Italian Mario voice. And then the whole rest of the movie, they're like they're doing just a New doing York Brooklyn accent, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. But if you had the ability to do the voice, why didn't you do I, the voice? I get why. I think it, I personally probably would have it would have gotten grating. But it's the same voice; it's just a different minutes. accent. But try but doing that where they're speaking actual sentences. He's with, already doing an accent in the games. Mario doesn't say words; he makes sounds. Okay, he sometimes he's says got words. little flourishes. He says like one word at a time. Moves. He goes, let's go. He goes, wahoo. He doesn't go like, hey, a princess, a peach. How about we go to the museum and look at the dinosaurs? But like, he, he never could. Says any, he could. But imagine that for like a straight hour. Like cartoon, Jared Leto, House of Gucci. Like, talking like this uh, the whole time. And I'm doing a dramatic line read in the bath of my brother. He never does dramatic line reads. So that's fine. But anytime we're like, I gotta save my brother. Imagine if it was, I got to save my brother to do the plumbing. So Luigi says that in like <laughs> Mar in what's whatever the one where Mario is in a painting or whatever. He's she's rummaging through stuff. What are you doing back there? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like to me. I don't think 
I think his voice would have been fine if he just did the accent. He's I, already, I he's personally already, would have been annoyed. He's already doing an accent. Like it's he's not like, even the ac- it's it's not the accent. It's like the pattern of speech. But that, it's a like they're doing of this. He doesn't have to be high pitched the whole time. He just had to do that. I'm accent. not saying high pitch. I'm saying like, if but he, it's the pitch. That if he been just annoying. did an Italian accent, it just spoke normal lines. That's fine. It's the fact that when you do like the a traditional Mario voice, it's got the certain pattern. It's like a this. But he can he could just like tone that down a little bit and then like ham it up when he's doing like the Mario lines. You know what I'm saying? But also but instead, canonically it doesn't make any sense. Instead he talks in a Brooklyn accent and then when he's he, from Brooklyn. When he does the Mario lines, up, he just changes accent randomly and then says the Mario lines just like out of context. It just I don't know. It seemed a little weird to me. It just seemed weird that that's the the now she's not going to go out. Just leave the door open so she can get out. Or just leave it unlocked. She, she wants to leave, but she doesn't want to leave. Um, Nothing for you. So, yeah. I don't, I, but anyways, I don't think that the Brooklyn accents were bad. I just think it was a bit of a missed opportunity. I, don't, I, just, I, I know why they did it, but given how cartoony and goofy and for kids this movie is, I don't... Well, they could have just also, leaned into it. I don't know why they didn't They got Chris Pratt for a reason. Like They got him to get his name on the poster, not exactly. because they and wanted you put his him voice. To be, recognizable that it's chris pratt but it wasn't even like when you know he's it's talk, him. you can you can, you can tell but like if i was a little kid i wouldn't be like oh that's well, the guy the, from guardians the of the celebrity galaxy voices are never for kids it's for the adults it's so the adults uh, yeah, are hearing chirp. i know little kids have never seen it's always sunny in philadelphia no obviously <laughs> i'm not that's why i'm not talking about charlie day right now i'm talking about chris pratt like he he didn't. He sounded like his voice was fine. Like I, when I heard him talk, it was like Mario's talking. Right? I yeah. wasn't distracted by his voice. But because of that, it just like I don't know. It's just like why? Why'd you? Why'd you bother? Anyway, um, Charlie Day is great. He's not in it nearly enough. Charlie, they, 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 they severely underutilized. They Luigi underused was. Luigi so and it's bad because they switch. They didn't want it to be Peach's kidnap, so they switched Luigi in for the Peach role. And because of that, Luigi spends. 80% of the movie's runtime just sitting in a cage talking to nobody. And the nobody. worst part about his scenes is when they cut to him there's this really annoying Luma. There's that annoying Luma character voiced by the director's like 5-year-old son. And I don't mean to dog on the little kid cuz I know his dad was just like, "Hey, read these things into my phone." It'd be but funny. It, everything he said was just so but cringy. He's in it way too much. He's in it he's way too, too much. much of like an actual character. For it to be voiced by one of your kids. And everyone was like hyping If he his... had one line, that's fine. But he, they keep coming... Like, he keeps recurring. And they, they, and it's a little... Everyone so hyped the up this character. Well Everyone's hyping... Everyone was like, oh, he's just like me. Like, yo, I feel this character. And I'm like, this is the most... Like, he's just saying, like, generically depressing stuff. Like... Life is pointless. Uh-huh. We're all gonna the die. The joke is high-pitched voice say sad things. Yeah, and he just, like, it... Because he's not... Which I'm pretty sure is a bit they did in the Lego Which movie. is a funny bit, but, like, yeah, if he had had, like, one line, it would have been fine, but he talks a lot. Yeah. He talks so much. It's the same joke. Yeah, they do it in the Lego movie. There's a point where Yuna Kitty's, like... It's her. She's, like, bright and cute and happy, and then she, like... Like has a, like a weird depressive spiral for a second. Yeah, it's the same joke. It's the same and joke. And I'm comparing it because it, that's a separate animated film with Chris Pratt and Charlie Day. Yeah, <laughs> like it's the same joke. Oh, 
Bye bye. Bye dog. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, I thought it was fine. Honestly, the only voice actor that I really and had then Seth Rogen oh, is just doing a Seth Rogen. So voice. I did want to talk about Luigi being kidnapped and how like if they were gonna have him be kidnapped for the whole movie, if they, if they didn't want Peach to be kidnapped, like if they mm-hmm. didn't want to go that route, why even bother having anyone get kidnapped? Bowser's still a threat. He Mario still wants needs to, a reason to do stuff. He can just do stuff because he wants them to not die. But then there's no goal. The goal is don't let all those people die. Well, Mario doesn't care about humans. Okay, so just make it so he does. <laughs> like, that's not a hard thing to write around. Like, okay, I would have made it so that Mario and Luigi are together so we get some more of them together. Yep. Because their chemistry is really strong, but they have, like, two scenes together. Very there's the time. beginning where they're there's plumbing the together, and there's, the and there's the end where they fight Bowser together. Yeah. They have no other like on-screen like time together. Um, if you don't want Princess Peach to be kidnapped, fine. Just have her be in the kingdom. That gives Bowser a reason to attack. And then the the threat is Bowser's coming. We need help to fight him. Not we need to prep. Let's teach not, the Toads to fight. Oh, he kidnapped my brother, and now I now gotta go got the gold. get him. But he's coming um, here anyway. So what? What am I doing? Like I don't know. It was kind of. I think I would have just not done the that. The movie's biggest. I am. Well, I guess we'll get into spoilers. But um, uh, just real quick, we'll touch on Jack Black. Jack Black was good, Great. but he was kind of distracting. Good. He's not distracting because he he was the only one where. Like he would like sometimes he would hit certain pitches or he would say a certain line and you can hear him, and like, I would be like yeah, Jack Black said that like I didn't hear Bowser I was just like oh that's Jack Black right there he also sings a song which you've definitely seen on the internet by now I think it's on the Billboard Top 100 right yeah now, but uh it's it's it feels a lot like they just put Jack Black in a room and be like Jack can you sing a funny song Jack sing a funny song and it's in the movie I think too many times it's in the I think he sings it like three and different so times so he I just like sings it for like a minute and the song never changes it's just a chorus no there's no like rest of the song it's obvious they didn't bother it's just for a bit they didn't think it was gonna well, go they off went, like Jack that. sing a song and he went uh it's peaches peaches time yeah like what do you what do you do <laughs> yeah I mean I thought it was goofy I, I'm not saying I had a problem with like that being in the movie I just think if you're gonna do that, it would have been nice for maybe him to have like two songs instead of yeah. just the same one that he sings. My biggest times. problems, uh, there's a couple of giant major plot holes. Yeah, there's a couple of plot holes They're, that just make no the sense. The story is really weirdly paced. It's the pace. The dialogue is very awkward. The pacing is mind numbing. Yeah. It's like it got to the point where I was about halfway through the movie and I was like, oh, I really don't want to be here for another and hour of this. Yeah. <laughs> Th- those are my main issues. Like, there's a lot of really great Easter eggs. There are so many cool Easter eggs. If you if you're like a big Mario fan, or just a like, general Nintendo fan, and you're like a big like nerd about Nintendo games. There's a lot of stuff in there for you where you'll see it in the background. You'll be like, hey, I know that. Hey, I know that thing. But if you don't know that stuff, still I, looks very pretty. I think you will be fairly bored by this movie mostly. if you're an adult. Yeah, just because there's so little story substance to latch on to. I just, like, Mario did not need to be here. Okay, we'll get into spoilers now. Um, like, the, the story The biggest is, plot hole is that Mario has zero purpose for being here at all. His only reason to be there is to get Luigi. But she doesn't need him to do it. But, number one, Peach doesn't need Mario to do that. She could, Peach is good at everything already. She could have just done that. In fact, she wasted an entire day of her valuable time 
watching him slowly train on a course over and over again that she that said, he never succeeds on but she says that she completed the first time she tried it so like again why why do you even here? need mario you don't need him here now mario has a reason to be there he just wants to get his brother back but like hypothetically if they never fell into the hole they would have no effect on the no, outcome of the story. Everything would actually, in fact, everything probably would have been better off. Everything would have proceeded the exact same way. <laughs> they they affect Mario. Just has no purpose at all. He fights Donkey Kong. Like she would have just gotten the army. Yeah, there's a part where he had has more time and then gotten back because you didn't waste. There, that there's whole a part day. where they try to ally themselves with the the like Donkey with Kong kingdom. And like, by it, the way, uh, Dixie Diddy Chunky. No funky. No funky. I was mad about that. No funky Kong. But anyways, so they, they want to ally Why themselves. Why did you even put chunky Kong if you're not going to give me funky Kong? But so, yeah, um, they want to ally themselves with the Kongs. They go over there and the the King Kong is like, cranky, it's cranky, cranky Kong, Kong is like, hey, you got to beat my son Donkey Kong if you want to, if you want us to join up with you. And then Mario like fights him and he's Also, like, he's just like super, it's like. All of the basic archetypes, like, it, they're, like, the most bare bones. Which is fine. I mean, like, like, they're like, what is Donkey Kong like? He's, uh, he's a show, he has big muscles. Just generally he goes, arrogant and has big Look muscles. Look at my muscles. What is Mario like? Uh, he's a hero and does hero things. What's what Princess Peach, Peach like? She's just good at she's stuff. A, she's a princess, so she's a leader. And she's a princess. What does uh, Luigi do? I love he's how, scared. I love how they explain why she's the princess. And it's literally just, she showed up one day randomly. And the Toads were like, you're the princess now. Like, <laughs> she's just randomly becomes Did they the already princess. have that whole castle there? Or did they build that for her? Like, she just showed up and they made her the princess when she was a baby. And they don't explain how she got there. No, either. she just showed up. Which is presumably presu- she fell which down is the presumably pipe. sequel bait. Or they just... Didn't bother to figure or to bother. No, I think it's definitely sequel bait because they talk about like she wants to find her parents. I bet you in the next one, Daisy's going to show up and be her mom. Be her sister. Oh, that'd be not as cool. That's weird because Daisy's Luigi's love interest and Luigi dating Peach's mom would be really strange. They could just make them not date. But anyways, um, what was I talking about? Uh, Yeah, so Mario fights Donkey Kong and he's like really struggling and then eventually he gets like a like a one up on one of the power ups. He gets yeah he gets one of the Which he they gets just the cat. Are, they're just there. They're just around. Power ups in this universe just exist. Like they're just around in the blocks. Like th- those just spawn in their world and yeah. give you power ups. Which is like that's fine. I mean it's whatever. They float. They just float. It would have been nice to have a little bit of explanation, but that's fine. Um, he gets the cat one, which never shows up in the movie again, by the way. And also, well, they all kind of show up once, which I, I get. You want to show like a wide range. You want to. Sh- I learned when this movie came out from like people's reactions that most people are not familiar with the recent Mario games, and everyone was like, "Why did he turn into a cat? He do- when does this happen?" And I'm like, "In all the games made in the last like six years, but I guess no one played those. Like so ten years. No one was paying Mario attention. World came I guess. Out like t- yeah, so no one was paying attention to those. I guess. Anyways, uh, hey, well, that was the Wii U one. So then I he beats. Honestly, I don't blame him. Yeah, that's true. So then he <laughs> beats, you know, Donkey Kong, and they they win. But like Princess Peach. Could have, could have it easily like done it and minutes. probably much faster. Like, way faster. Like, she solos Bowser, like, at one point, where she just, like, walks up, just, like, freezes him, like, right yeah. there. I don't know. It just seemed like the stakes didn't make a lot of sense with Peach's character written the way it was. 
Yeah, it didn't make sense for him to be there. Luigi serves zero story purpose at all. Luigi does nothing. His Luigi relationship nothing with Mario is that Mario's always there for me. And I'm also here. But, like, he doesn't... Like, when you're writing, like, a character arc, right? Normally your arc is, like, Luigi is scared, and he, he never wants to do anything when Mario's not there, right? He has no yeah. courage when there's no Mario. So, obviously, the arc you write is him learning have courage right yeah without his own he has to learn to be his own guy but they don't do that no instead it's no you do need mario or you suck luigi you're an idiot and you're dumb and you're a nerd so (laughs) unless your big brother's there mario to to save you moron yeah that's his character arc and peach's character arc is i'm a good leader who wants to save my toads and like they keep cutting and at the end she is a good leader who wants to save her toad and succeeds though she's she, she wins she wins so her character arc is, and I am good at everything, and then I am still good at everything. Mario's and arc is, everyone thinks I'm a big dumb loser for being a plumber. And then at the end, he blows up a quarter of Brooklyn. And, and they, now his parents like him. From a problem he caused <laughs> on his own that no one has any context for. Or and even knows class. that he, yeah, they, they, they if no one giant, in the surface world knows that's If he lured a nuclear bomb into Brooklyn. Well, no, it, no, the, 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 the bullet bill didn't explode in Brooklyn. It exploded, caused the pipe to suck Bowser's castle in, and then it spawned the castle in Brooklyn. But they would blame him for that. Yeah, no, he definitely... He would not be a hero we're all clapping for. They'd be like, Mario, you blew up my home, and Bowser's castle crushes, like, all of Brooklyn. That was my living. Like, a significant amount of Brooklyn, like... That was all of my home. This would, I'm 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 homeless now, Mario. This would have been the equivalent of, like, at least three 9-11s. Canonically happened in this universe because you freed up Tower. Yeah. So anyway, well, Mario, Mario what, yeah. So Mario wants to prove himself to his parents, who they don't believe in him. They think he's a goofy idiot. And they idiot. just and they do at the end. And then they just like even he didn't prove that his plumbing company was a success. No, he which is where the part of Brooklyn, and they're like, "Well, you're a hero." Well, you Mario. did kill that lizard, so <laughs> I guess you're cool now. Which they defeat by forcing him to eat a mini mushroom, and then they put him in a jar. And then they put him in a jar, presumably for unspeakable things. But to happen also, to him. if like. Lick him too hard, he'll just turn big again. That's true. Or if he just like it's not bumped, a permanent solution. If he, or just, if he hurts himself too. Yeah, hard. if he just like bites his thumb or like does like Aaron Yeager yeah. just like chomps on his hand, would he just like turn big again? Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's not. It's Sonic. The both the Sonic movies I think are better. Yeah, I would agree. Which is sad. And I would agree that they're also like equally childish. Yeah, no, they're. E- I'd say they're probably better kids' movies than this is. But yeah, they actually just like the plot. Like, okay, it has like like the Sonic movies aren't super smart, but, but at they, least have they have character like, arcs. They have like a story about French. Like the first one, he's got a he's got a family or whatever, and the like, second one, he makes friends. Sonic's like, character changes from the beginning yeah. to the end of the movie. Mario and Luigi do not change. They do not change. They they are they are they're best friends. It's and a, losers. It's explained. And then at the be- they're in their best friends and their heroes, and they have. At the beginning, all. it's explained, or rather, Mario keeps saying, "As long as we're together, everything's all right." They get separated, so everything's not all right. But then at the end, they're back together, so, so everything is all right. They're all right again. So, so nothing's changed. So nothing changed. Cool. They just some stuff happened. Princess Peach doesn't have a character arc. She just is good at everything. Is still good at everything. Oh, did you? And like, at the end, she's still good at everything. Did you like the Mario Kart part? 
That was fine. I didn't think it was like anything special. I, I, I was weird that they just kind of like stopped in the middle and they were like, we're going to go make yeah, Mario it, Kart. It really, again, we already, the pacing in this movie is horrible. The, oh, the pacing is awful. And the dialogue is god awful. And the dialogue is not any better. The jo- All of the talky jokes are terrible. And there's a lot of really awkward scenes where a character will just be like, hi, it's me. I am blah, 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 blah. I want to do this. And the other one's just like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Blah, 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 blah. Let's go. And that's the, that's the whole interaction. Like, yeah. That's how they meet each other. Like, Toad just, every once in a while, <laughs> Toad will just show up. He'll be like, hey, I'm Toad. Let's do this. And every other character will be like, sure. Sure, Toad. Sure, Toad. Yeah. Sure, Toad and lo- that, yeah. Let's go. Good, good By idea. Anyway, that was another I fully hole. expected him to, at the end, like, him lead some of the Toads and, like, part of them in the fight. And then at the end, she'd be like, Toad. You're a captain now, and you're Captain Toad. And I've been like, okay, he's Captain Toad. That's a character. But that never happens. But no, he just stays Toad. And there's a hundred million other Toads. And no Toadettes. Everyone in the Mushroom Kingdom in this movie is, is a Is a dude, yeah. There's, there's no, no girl females. Toads. They do not reproduce. Maybe that's why they made her the princess. Oh, no. She's just the only girl. Oh, no. But, uh... There are Toadettes, though. Why are they Well, they exist in the Mario, like, lore, but they don't exist in the movie. They... they they were a, they were a thing after they before they made this movie. Yeah, they erased them. Um. Anyway, was I? I was gonna think something. Uh, yeah. So Toad. Um. <laughs> at one point, he's like, "I'm gonna protect you, Peach," and then like, like he says that like right before Bowser's about to show up when everyone else is evacuating. He's like, and "No, he I'm gonna stay and I'm gonna protect you." And then literally the only reason why Peach agrees to marry Bowser is because he's still there and they start torturing him, and then so she agrees. So if he had just left. The ending of the movie would not have happened. Yep. If he just, like, left with the other if toads. he wasn't annoying and clingy. That, and I thought when he said that, like, maybe they were going to do, like, a Smash Bros. reference where at, like, one point, like, something flies at Peach and, he, like, and she, like, grabs um, him and uses him as a shield. I thought that, that, that would be funny. really dark, though. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think he would have died. But, like, you know how, like, in a cartoon you get hit by a fireball and well, your face is just... Well, you have like, jump in front of her or whatever. Yeah, something like that. But, like, basically referencing... You wouldn't have her, like, pick him up and be like... <laughs> well that's what she does in smash bros by, like, a so, like i'm just saying like i assumed it was gonna be like at some point they were gonna reference that where she yeah, was gonna no, like he was gonna block an attack for her but that never happened he she just never throws he any just turnips. says that and it never comes up she does float but she never throws any turnips um also another thing so she uses a parasol either she agrees to marry bowser because they're torture they're torturing toad which applause to them they did not put any of the third act or any of the Bowser loves Peach subplot in the trailer, so give them points. That for was that was funny to see revealed on screen, but I mean we kind of knew it from Ozzy, but that's not important. Um, what was I talking about? Right. So she agrees to marry him, and then Toad like is also captured when they get captured by Bow- by Bowser. Like Peach and Toad are both captured, and then like when Peach is in jail, Toad just like show like walks up to her room when she's getting ready to be married. And it's just like, oh, yeah, here's this power-up you you wanted. Here you go. He just, I guess, had that in his pocket. This is Chekhov's gun. <laughs> it's for later in the film when you need a weapon. But it wasn't even Chekhov's gun because it wasn't introduced. No, you don't show them the... Well, he doesn't no, even he show just, the flowers. He just had it. He's like, here's a bouquet of flowers. It was just something he had. So he gives her that. Um, I don't know where he got it. Or they that just from. let him out to go get it and let him back in. Yeah, which would be equally stupid. Which the Koopas are dumb, so like maybe they did. Yeah, may okay, let's give him maximum credit. <laughs> let's say he asked the Koopas if he could leave and they were just dumb enough to say yes. He leaves, 
goes off of the flaming castle where no flowers grow, mm-hmm. down to back to the ground, yep. gra- goes and finds a magic ice flower, goes back to the castle, goes back up, gives it to Peach, and they just let him in with this. By the way, they they're basically letting him carry a like a like a weapon to this wedding, and no one questions it. And he gives it to Peach, and then during the wedding, she uses it and freezes everyone, and is like basically saves herself. So like again, how did any of this even happen? Like, and again, it's a kids movie. I get that. But being a kids movie does not give you an excuse to just like have rampant plot holes and like inconsistencies yeah, no, in the story. You have to actually like attempt to write a script. Like the Lego movie is a kids movie, but like there's way less plot holes in the that. The script for the Lego movie part two, especially, is just like absurdly smartly written. For like no reason to. And then this one is just like, uh, it feels like a first draft. Yeah. And like, it's like, what do we do? Okay, well, we got to put all this in the movie and all the characters have to are these archetypes. It feels like Nintendo, they wrote a movie. Nintendo stepped in, said, no, you can't do no, this. No, you can't do this. I no, bet you, you what can't happened this. was this. They wrote the, this is the first draft, right? Mm-hmm. This movie. They write the first draft. They take it to Miyamoto and Miyamoto's like, good, let's do that. And they're like, well, let's edit. Let's stop. Let's make additions. Let's see if we can move things around, make it better. And they just went, no, I mean, this is fine. Let's just do this. Why would we make no, it better? No, no, no. It's fine. So they did have one <laughs> named character in the movie and they, they brought Miyamoto the script and was like, what about this? He's like, uh, just ch- take out this character with a name and we're good. I hate names. I hate story. I lines. hate story. Don't give me no characters. I, just give me objects with the name of the thing they are. I wonder if Miyamoto can. Maybe well, that's why. Maybe I think he can definitely read. <laughs> I mean, he made the first Super Mario RPG. He just never wants to make another one for some reason. No, Square Enix did that. But he definitely played it. Maybe. Or at least saw it at some point. Uh, I uh, just a couple more notes. Um, Sam, what did you think of the horrible needle drops in the film? The what? The just when they were just throwing a random 80s song for no oh, reason. Oh, that was horrible. Why did I get why they did it? But it's like the most no, generic movie. I don't even get why time. they did it. Because like, okay, we also this isn't on our review thing, but we also just saw Air like a couple days ago. Yes. Um. In that movie, they do the same thing where they have like 80s songs dropping every once in a while. But that movie's one that movie takes place in the 80s, which okay, this is a Mario movie, he's from the 80s. Okay, yeah, we can we can cross that bridge. The ones in air, at least the lyrics in the song were like vaguely related to what was happening at that point in the movie. These songs are not related at all, they just play an 80s song, and none of them are ever actually related to the scene that they're in. Like, when they're building their Mario Karts, it plays Thunderstruck. Mm-hmm. Why? That song's not related to that yeah, at all. Like, it's like the most generic, like, pick the six most used movie songs of all time. It's just those. It's No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Which, okay. Which they play they're while in they're Brooklyn. in Brooklyn. That one, that one gets a pass. Holding Out for a Hero. That one played at a random time. That Take sucked. On Me. Also random. That sucked. Thunderstruck. Nope. Mr. Blue Sky. Like it's, I don't even... Pick the no. five most used movie songs of the past 30 years, and it's just those. N- neither, look, Hold what up, color by is... The way, Tucker, what color is this? That's green. What color is that? That's red. You know what neither of these characters are? Christmas? Blue! Why did it play Mr. Blue Sky? Because the, there's a song... There's a, we gotta put something at the end. Just put Mr. Blue Sky over it. By the way, Holding Out for a Hero been used on three movies in the past month. And they've never... Okay. It was in Shazam 2... It was in this, and it was in Tetris. It was in all three. 
They came out within like three weeks of each well, other. Well, okay, I didn't see Tetris, so I didn't know that. Shazam, it at least made sense because the heroes were doing something at that point in time. Mario was just, it was the montage. They were just like, <laughs> Mario was just randomly trained. He was just training. They were he wasn't just like, doing play anything. Play holding important. out for a hero. Why not? Just go. And uh, every movie that has used this song since Shrek has never matched the hype. No, because it's. The version in Shrek is better than the normal version. And they're never going to reach that level of, like, perfect song use again. No. So stop, stop it. Stop trying. Stop putting that song in movies. You're never going to make it as good as that. So stop it. Pick a different song. All of these songs have been used in better things. With better in context. In a better context that made more sense and actually enhanced the film. Instead of just being like, okay, I guess we're listening to ACDC now. Like, they could have played... Like, like driving through Donkey Kong Land, right? Uh-huh. And they don't play Welcome any to the of Jungle. The hundreds of famous Donkey Kong sounds. Or if you if you really if you have to play an 80s song, if you got if like someone's at gunpoint, put an 80s song in this scene right now. Welcome to the jungle. Because it's in a jungle. They're in, they're going to a jungle. They're in a jungle. It's from the 80s. Is it the same band? No. It's a very similar band. What? How would that even they don't sound the same at all? It oh. kind of sounds similar. But the point is... No, take on me. And, not no, take on me. Not that's what they play Thunderstruck. They play Thunderstruck when they're making the Mario Kart. I know. I'm saying take take on me out. That doesn't even make sense. No, no, that doesn't make any sense. They just throw it in. <laughs> and you just put Welcome to the Jungle in there. Or just... Or, put, or preferably... straight one of the hundreds of Donkey Kong songs that have been written for the video games. And just put that in. Preferably no 80s songs. But if you have to... What I'm saying is if you have to... If Miyamoto is sitting there... This franchise has 40 years of famous... Of the most famous video game move, music ever made. And instead they're like... We could probably just put Beastie Boys over that, I reckon. Let, let's say Mr. Miyamoto is sitting there in his <laughs> throne of Mario copies. And he says... Put in 580s songs. <laughs> right? Okay, it's the, this, this coming from the man himself. right? You can't say no. At least put in songs that are in some way related to what is going on on screen. <laughs> like, these are just random. The only one that's remotely related is No Sleep Till Brooklyn, which even that doesn't make sense because they're already in Brooklyn. And it's daytime. They're just going to somewhere in Brooklyn. Also, they use this song in um, Pets 2, also Illumination. Yep. And in that movie, they're actually on their way to Brooklyn. I would argue that that's actually a better use of that song than this one where the two main characters are from Brooklyn. It's just, um, Illumination recently, it started with, with, uh, with, I'd say probably Despicable Me 3. Oh, they put their, their other song that they put in literally every movie in this one too. Mr. Blue Sky. No, not Mr. Blue Sky, but the, the other one they put in every single movie they make because they own the rights to the song like I for this movie. I don't know it. They, it was in Despicable Me 1. Whatever that song is called. Is it just, is it just, it's just an orchestration, right? I'm pretty sure it might have been an orchestration, but I'm pretty sure they play some version of that song like when the movie opens. Like there's a camera it's going. It's probably like the theme. There's a camera going like through the like the mushrooms or whatever and it plays that song. I mean, they probably just probably just like a theme. No, no, I'm getting it mixed up with the trailer that played before the movie for their next movie. About the ducks. They played that song. Oh, uh, well, okay, whatever. I'm getting it mixed up because all Illumination movies look the same to me. But anyways, uh, um, yeah. I was just going to say, it started with like Despicable Me 3 where they, the whole movie is like six chunks of like shorts that's just kind of stitched together. Yeah. like And it's like vignettes. 
Like, if you watch this movie, there's like a five minute scene where Mario and Luigi like just like fight a dog in a bathroom, right? Yeah. They're trying to do a plumbing job and it goes wrong. And the movie stops dead in its tracks just so we can have a scene where they fight a little dog. And then we move on to the rest of the movie. It, it, I think it's because Illumination does like little minion shorts, right? Mm-hmm. And they put them on Netflix. And they, and they make so much super news. well on Netflix because they just the little kids watch them. They're like three over four, and over and over three, and four over minutes. And over. They can watch them over and over again. They can put them on YouTube. They just do gangbusters, right? I think they decided that they need to make their movies so that when you cut them up to clips and post it on YouTube, they do better. And they do that by just having the movie be like six little plot chunks, all of which are just completely separable and you can watch on their own. It's a series. And it does not work together as a narrative. It's a series of sketches with Mario characters that are loosely yes. connected by a almost non-existent a flimsy, plot. flimsy, flimsy premise. For the sake of producing YouTube and Netflix and meeting a 90 minute runtime, meeting a 90 minute runtime, it has Suicide Squad syndrome. It feels like the entire movie is edited by a trailer company and every single six minute chunk is just yeah. a trailer for a movie that doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, recommend or no recommend the Mar. Oh, so there's a post credit scene. They show a Yoshi, a Yoshi egg. egg cracks, but there's also a Yoshi early. Yeah, there's Yoshi's in the movie, so I don't. They're not. I mean, they're in like the background for like a second. That was the biggest waste of. But a... We see them, so like it's not. It's not like we didn't know they were going to be there, or that we don't know what the design is going to be, or whatever. Yeah, they're in the movie. It's just going to be. They're main. in the trailer. Yeah. I so mean, that I guess was this dumb. is going to be the main Yoshi, but like, who cares? Yeah. So I don't care. Why didn't they tease? Well, celebrities going to voice Yoshi, Sam. Tom Holland, Bob Odenkirk. Hey, Bob Odenkirk. Why? What's he doing? It'll be better call Yoshi. Not busy. In this movie, Yoshi will be a lawyer. Hey, if Vin Diesel can be Groot, Bob Odenkirk. Groot. They'll just digitally make it so Bob, he sounds. Bob, say Yoshi. Yoshi. Or even better, you have um, <laughs> you have Keegan Michael Key play both. <gasps> he can do uh, high pitched voices in two. He does Yoshi and Toad. No, they're gonna do um, they're gonna do Wario. And- because every single interview for this movie was like, Chris, who should be Wario? And he's like, I don't. Pedro Pascal. And they're like, oh. <laughs> who should be, who would you cast as Wario? Danny DeVito. Yeah, that's the only correct answer. It's the only real It's got to be Danny DeVito. He's basically and then you Mario get Glenn Howerton to be uh, Waluigi. <laughs> who's, no, who's another? Who, who's the guy who plays um the taller security guy in Ant Man? The like ex con one, David Dismalchian. Him, he'll play Waluigi. Or do you want Michael Pena, the one who's scared about Baba Yaga? Yeah, David Dismalchian. Yeah, him. He'll play Waluigi. He already looks like Waluigi. He's not a big enough name, though. but he looks like Waluigi. I, sure, why not? And I mean, Charlie Day's not that big either. I guess not. I would argue he's bigger than Charlie Day. Charlie Day's in... They're about the same. Charlie, oh, Day's, Charlie in, Day's probably a little bit bigger. Well, he's in name. one show and, like, a couple movies. He's in... Oh, no, he's in some comedy. He's in, um... Like, Horrible Bosses. Oh, he was in the Pacific Room 2. Yep, and one. And one. He has a movie coming out that he wrote and directed. Does? Yeah, there's a trailer for it. Called Fool's Paradise. Oh, we can talk about it later. Yeah, we okay. Anyway, um... Well, yeah. real quick, uh, recommend, no recommend, uh... I'm gonna have to. Say. Oh, I mean, you're gonna see it anyway because it's Mario. But this is I not, would. This is not worth your time. I wouldn't not recommend it. 
but I wouldn't recommend it either. I wouldn't actively, like, stop you from seeing it if you want to see it. Like, if you think this is something you would enjoy, or it's colorful and fun enough, or you have, like, a little kid. Sure. If you have a kid who's between the ages of, like, 4 and 11. Perfect. Go this will You'll love this. If you don't, or you're going to see this alone... Um, I would say, don't see this movie alone. That's very sad. That's very sad. Don't be that guy. Don't be that sad man. It's not Monster good Hunter enough alone. to go see by yourself. No, it's not good enough to really go see in general, but especially not by yourself. I okay. Here's what I would recommend: wait till it's on streaming, sir, and then if you have time, I would say uh, rent rent it. Don't rent it because it's not worth that. Either. I think it's worth like a four dollar rental. But if it's gonna be available on streaming, just watch it there. Well, then you'd have to pay for Pete. And well, I would that's, never. That's one dollar. I would never recommend anyone ever pay for this streaming service. That's fair. <laughs> All right, let's move on to. Let's real quick. Let's touch on the Mando finale, and I guess the season as a yeah, whole. Yeah, season three of the Mandalorian. So first things first. The budget for this season is too high. They cranked it all the way up. Now I know why Obi Wan looked so bad. <laughs> now I know why all the Marvel shows look so bad. They were putting the whole kahuna into this show. So that's, that's why that was a thing. Because every single ship, like every single like character that has either got CGI or puppet like components to them looks like a movie, looks sometimes better than their movie. We're doing version. so much like planet hopping and like so many of the sets are real and like there's a million characters on screen. At any and the planets time. that they go to are also so much more detailed than the ones that they usually go to in Mandalorian. In terms of like, like effects and, and like visible visual scale, the, um, the only thing that makes it not feature quality completely consistently is like the direction. But like, if they actually have a good director for the episode, it looks like a movie because the budget is so high this season. Yeah, like, which is funny because this is the least. This is the one that has performed the least well. Yeah, and I think that's just. I think they really burned people out with Boba Fett. And Book Obi-Wan. of Boba Fett was a horrible misstep, and I think show. that was their biggest mistake in the like it's, since. Uh, it's not even Rise making it. It's making it with like thirty percent effort, and putting. The, a major plot point for the show in that, yeah, in like that show. Mandalorian seasons one and two are just genuinely good. Yes, Boba Fett is just a cash grab. Boba Fett That's was. It. We have to do a Boba Fett show because people love Boba Fett for no reason. Yeah, it's a cash grab. So and come, it, John, you're here. Come up with five episodes of the Boba Fett show. And now I'm not pretending like like you know the other Star Wars stuff doesn't exist to sell you know toys or merch or whatever. But Boba Fett was the most cash grab show that they had done. It wasn't even cash grab. It was just like they feel obligated. And so they just came up with like the first idea they had. No, they picked the most recognized, like fan base recognizable character, Boba Fett, because he's, he's the one that everyone loves them. Everyone hypes For him no up the most. reason. And they were like, just make literally anything with this character. People need views. only ever liked Boba Fett because his armor was cool. And then they gave a hundred different characters in Star Wars, the same armor. And now it's now he's the, cool. Now he is the least and cool. And now when you actually decide to focus on him, you caught yourself in a hole because you don't have the cool factor to lean on. And now you have to try to give him a personality well, the or thing goals. Is, and he doesn't have those. Well, the thing is, is like, that's not even like he could have been cool. 
He so easily could have been cool. Or just tried in Mandalorian, to do anything. In Mandalorian, he was cool. Like when he shows up in Mandalorian and he's killing stormtroopers with a club and he puts his armor on and he shoots a ship down with his rocket and he shoots them with his knee guns. He's super cool. In the Boba Fett show, he's like your overweight uncle on his way to like get a new tank of oil for his lawnmower. Like that's <laughs> the vibe of Boba Fett. And that is such a lame vibe. Why did you pick that? He just strolls around in like his bathrobe, like wagging his finger at the teenagers. Yeah, he's literally <laughs> he's literally just like a grumpy old guy who's like trying to run a, like a small town. He's like a guy who's really bad at The Sims. Like that's what he becomes. That's and the, that 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 show was a horrible misstep. But when now we're turning to this season. Notice also Boba Fett did not show up this no, season. No, he did not. <laughs> um, a couple characters didn't show up this season. Okay, well, he hasn't been kicked out of Disney. He's the only character who hasn't been kicked out of Disney. So, show looking at, so there was eight episodes. I'd say um, three of them were really strong. Were bangers. And that was the episodes three. Um, Only the titles, so I remember what Three, five, and seven. The three was the the basically the standalone. That was the convert. That was the one with uh, that one Dr. was Cushing. cool. I would have that one was actually engaging and interesting. I would have preferred if that affected the story of the rest of and the it show. It does a, like a tiny bit, but in the grand scheme of things, it really it really doesn't. But I kind of enjoyed it just as like a standalone episode of television. It was like, cool to see how the new what, Republic. Works. What is the okay, new Republic? This? Oh, <laughs> we got the Mario Bros up here. We're talking about Mandalorian. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda also got a huge buff this season. Baby Yoda is getting a little OP. He, his stats are crazy now. There we go. Men's oh, health. Oh, Baby Yoda. What happened here? What's going on, guys? What's going on, guys? Okay, close enough. I think that's from when he's in the temple, but fine. Okay. No, that's the flashback. Okay, um, what are we talking about? Uh, Baby Yoda? No, we were talking about... No, uh, no, the episodes that were good. Yeah, yeah, so... In episode three. Yeah, so episode... The, yeah, that, the convert was really cool. I really enjoyed seeing, like, an inside look at the New Republic. It, that episode felt a lot like Andor, and I really yeah. appreciate that. I loved Andor a lot. Andor was really, really good. I liked just, like, what do these characters do when they're not running around shooting lasers at pirates or well, whatever. Because we always... Like, see... he works at an office and he gets bored. <laughs> like, we, we always see, like, the war side of Star Wars. Obviously, it's Star Wars, right? We always see the, where the action is. But, but honestly, in all of Star Wars, very rarely do we see the powers behind the wars unless those guys are fighting. Like, we don't see Palpatine creating his evil plans. We mm. see him fighting Luke. We, we don't see the Empire, you know, coming up with a strategy to beat the Rebels. We just see them fighting the Rebels. So when we get these glimpses into these, these you know, power structures, I really appreciate that. I like seeing these are the guys behind what's going on. 
Yeah. These are the guys running it. I think that's a really cool aspect of Star Wars, but it hasn't until very recently been explored a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, I liked episode three. I thought that was great. Uh, five uh, was the one where they have to liberate the planet from the pirate invasion. I just like that. I just love the, that pirate guy. Like the pirate, the, he looks the so design cool. was great. And I liked them just like having to fight a different person that wasn't a bunch of stormtroopers. I think it's a little weird that we have another like super cool looking species that we've just never seen before in Star I, Wars. That's, just that's always a little bit distracting. I don't care as long as it's not like... Well, the the thing is, is now that like the, any, those guys are going to show up in other Star stuff. Wars doesn't just go like, "Hey, look, it's Bosk." I I appreciate. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Where it's not just like, remember Bosk? He's running a pirate empire now. It's yeah, like, that's lame. I did like cool. this character a lot. I thought he was real. I thought his design was sick. I love the vines. I like how he looked the, like the, one of the SNL Muppets from the. Yeah, he looked like a puppet, which. I mean, some pe- I'm sure that puts some people off. I thought it was really cool. I don't mind the puppets. A lot of people make fun of the Baby Yoda for flipping around. I don't mind it at all. It looks a little goofy just because his body goofy, doesn't but move. What is it going to look like? Well, okay. All they need <laughs> to do to make it look less stupid is make a puppet who's like torso bends. So that when he flips, he like curls into a ball. You know, like how when you jump... It, every you, time you t- he jumps, it just looks like someone chucked a stuffed animal. Yeah, it looks like someone has a stuffed animal <laughs> on a stick and they just rotated the stick and like moved him around on a stick. Like it doesn't look... I don't, it doesn't look alive. I don't mind the puppets at all. It's part of the charm. Like when Baby Yoda's in like a cradle or he's stationary, he looks alive. He looks great. He looks like he looks he's looks a, a living little creature. He looks like Gizmo. When he's jumping around, he doesn't look like a living thing. No, he, looks he looks like, looks a, like a stuffed animal. Yeah, that, that's what I think some of the discount. And then I thought the episode right, I thought the episode before the season finale was really, which was the spies, where they go back to Mandalore and we get a look at Mandalore and they're driving around. I love it when Star Wars has vehicles that makes zero sense for why you'd ever be using them. Yeah, like why? Is why it, would you have a sailboat? Oh, and why does it have skis? Why is it a pirate, like a straight up just pirate sailboat? Why are you sailing on the ground? Why? <laughs> When did you get that idea? Why would you build that? <laughs> I just like it when they do that because it's utter nonsense. And the, the best part of that vehicle to me is in Star Wars, since the Old Republic, it has been extremely cheap to buy floating vehicles. Like in the High Republic book, there's a farmer family that just has like a hovering like trailer that they carry like wheat around yeah. in right like this technology exists and it's not prohibitively expensive but they're just like let's why? build a boat car why did you make a ski boat instead of just a floating a barge like jabba's i just love it when they do dumb crap like that i thought it, it looked really cool though it um, looked so sick it yeah. just like conceptually and it really like post-apocalyptic mando guy where they you can see one of them has like a battle droid head for like a shoulder pad. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> I like the like the um the makeshift armor. That was any time cool. where they take like any time they do something outlandishly dumb or <laughs> or like uh, like an interesting spin on like stuff we've seen. Yeah, something is when seen, the show is at its best. Yeah, but just different. Like a, just a new a new take on it. Like when I say like absurdly dumb, like in episode two, Baby Yoda has a chase scene where he's driving his little bubble he's car. driving his buggy And around. it's the dumbest thing you've ever seen. And I was falling out of my chair laughing. And it was my favorite part of the entire season. My favorite part of that he, scene he's specifically... Like all scared. My favorite part of he's that scene specifically is he's, he's driving his bubble around 
and a like a monkey monster guy jumps out in front of him with his ex. He's like, right? He's like gonna kill him, and Baby Yoda just force pushes. He's like flies back, crashes onto the ground, and then what do you see coming out of the shadows? Here he comes. Makes the noise too. Goes like. Yeah, like it's a little, like a Jetsons like car noise. Like a bubble car. It sounds like a car from the Jetsons. It's so great. I love it so much. I, that's why they give him, they, okay. In episode so 23, they solve this issue. They carve out the corpse of IG-11. And he puppets it like a mech. And he puppets it like a mech. So it, this is a mech anime now. That's canon. Um, Not only, that was the weirdest decision, I think, of the whole season. I think it doesn't go... It serves no purpose. It doesn't go anywhere because he loses it the next episode. It doesn't do anything. No, he, he he keeps it for like two or three episodes. No, but... he doesn't. He has it for two episodes. No, because he has it in the episode after he gets it. And then he has it in the finale. So he has it for three episodes. But he loses it in the finale. Yeah, but he got it two episodes before that. No, he... No. Yeah, no, because he gets it... For he the, gets, he it. gets it for the first time. I'm looking at it right now, Sam. He gets it in episode 23. Is that... Which one is that? the finale that's episode seven of the season does he get it at the very beginning then yeah okay so he had it for two he episodes. shows up on um grief cargus planet and, and they they're just like him. hey we did this for you i i think that they are trying to come up with a way for him to act to, like a to give that character more agency because we know he can comp he can comprehend complex language yes he just can't talk which so he's not like a baby in the traditional he sense. He can make little noises. He can make noises which he couldn't do I before. think he's just biologically incapable of speech. Like yeah. his vocal cords aren't developed. But he understands language. And he can respond intelligently. He just isn't mature or capable of do Like his, I think his mm-hmm. like body just doesn't let him. But he, hypothetically, I think he could. Well, this season is all the evidence you need to realize that the original intention... Was to not have him in the show after He was supposed to leave after season two. And Disney came to John and he went and they went, hey, Baby Yoda makes a lot of money selling merch. Big bucks. Got to keep him in. So he is not leaving the show. He will stay in the show. And he went, okay, but he's a little baby and he cannot do anything. And he cannot, he does nothing for himself and cannot move. And they went, uh, figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. (laughs) Figure out how to do it. And I, I think the way that they chose to go about it, like, yeah, it's a little weird, but I don't, I can't think of any other way to do it Well, better. the weirdest part is that he just has it and then they immediately get rid of it. I think he'll have, like, a different version of it. Like, I think he'll ride around in different droids. I think he'll just go back to bubble car. And this isn't unprecedented I like his either. Car. Like, we have seen other characters in Star Wars do this. Like, there's the guy in that awful arc in Clone Wars who pilots the astromech droid around. Ugh. So like it's not like we've George never, Lucas's favorite arc. Yeah, it's it's not like we've never seen this happen before in Star Wars. It's just I don't think it's ever been this upfront. It's never been like this big of a. It's thing. the fact that he doesn't do anything with it for me. I he does it at the very no story end. purpose. At the end, he like saves Mando with it, but he does that by like closing a door or whatever, or like yelling. As long as it lets him do at least one thing that he wouldn't have been able to do otherwise, I think it's fine. Because that means it's served some purpose. But, yeah, sure, they could have done more with it or done something more interesting with it. But I think it was all right. I, I think it was also... It, was it a puppet as well? The droid? It looked real. No. 
It looked like it was. It looked like it because it looked like it was having trouble moving around. No, IG Eleven was a sequel. I know Eleven. Also, I hate that they just brought him back to life at the end of. I thought it was okay. I thought it made sense. Because Mando makes the deal with the guy, and he ha- he has the head. It makes some sense because it's like it's just a robot. You rebuild it, and we are, we had already set up that like Grief Cargo was looking like for a new guy. The only emotional impact that has now been kept in the show is Quill is Quill dying, season one. Yeah. IG Eleven exploding and uh, and him well, having no, to let no, go of Baby Yoda um, is both um, just irrelevant. Vizsla, like taught what's it? What was his first name? Taz Vizsla. Taz Vizsla was dead. He died. I'm saying from the first two seasons, like the first season was Queel died and IG-11 had to explode to save Baby Yoda. And that has been undone. IG-11 is just alive now. In season two, the big thing was that he had to let Baby Yoda go with Luke and he just immediately got him back. Yeah, I think the getting him back was way worse than IG-11. Yes. Droids getting what re- has a dramatic impact on the show as a whole. Like droids get rebuilt in Star Wars all the time. In, the, in episode four... R2-D2 is killed. People don't remember this. R2-D2 straight straight up explodes. But they just fix him. And then C-3PO's like, oh, I have a backup of his memory. Here you go. Yeah, just fix him up. All good. (laughs) Like, droids getting rebuilt in Star Wars isn't new. That happens all the time. So I I thought it was all right. I I think it was a little goofy. I think it would have been better if we got maybe one scene of him doing something and not just, like, showing up. But, you know, whatever. I think um, it, I think it makes sense, and it fills a gap that was there that like needed to be filled, so it was okay. What did you think of um, Katie of Bo-Katan's general role? I thought Bo-Katan was fine. And what did you think of the people shipping Bo-Katan? I think that's kind of dumb, enforced, because they're not romantic towards each other at all. They're like barely friends. They're on screen at the same the time. They like are okay talking to each other, but I would not consider them like they did not have a vibe. Okay. The same people shipping Bo Katan and Mando are the people who were shipping Ray and Kylo when episode seven came out. They got what they wanted. They got what they wanted, but I hated it, so I don't count it as canon. No. This will that they will not they're not going to have a relationship. That does just if they wanted to do that, they would have put something in the air to like go in that way. Well, let's talk about the the season finale real quick, which came out today. Yes, um, I think it was fairly good. I thought the action sequences, I thought it had a nice scale and scope. It definitely resolved all the storylines. It had the it cool had factor. A, it had a return. It had a return of the king ending sped up times eleven where it went through like four different resolute plot points and it just went like blah 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 and the episode's done yeah um the only thing i i thought moff gideon was like the weakest part and it wasn't john carl esposito's fault he's bringing it as always no he was just like didn't they just they were just they needed a cackling they just needed him to cackle and like yell and swing his sword around yeah they they just needed an evil guy for them to beat at the end so they they just happened to be him and also, I don't like how he was just like, I was making four sensitive clones and you blew them up. I was like, okay, so that thing that we've been building toward for three seasons. Was resolved in like four seconds. That never amounted to anything and they just stopped it just now. Yeah, I was a little bit, I felt a little bit scrubbed by that. Like, we've been hyping up this mystery 
since episode one of season one, where they're like, what is baby? Why do they need they baby, baby Yoda? Yoda for? What's the clones all about? And he's just like, I was doing this and it didn't work. I was making four sensitive clones and you killed him. Like they, made, that guy. they made a bigger deal out of him having Mandalorian armor than they did about him making clones. Well, because him having Mandalorian armor at least affected the, the outcome of the fight. Mm-hmm. Like the clones did nothing. No. They, they were in tanks. Of, they didn't even come out of the tanks. One of them opened its eyes, and that is the most hey, it that the clones Baby Yoda. Did. It startled Baby Yoda a little bit. And then Mando hit a couple buttons and killed them all. <laughs> so, okay. I think, I think, um, oh, also, uh, Darksaber destroyed. That happens. I uh, think, honestly, I would have been perfectly okay with the clone thing. If we got a post-credit scene where one survived. where one of them survived, and I'm sure one of them did, because season four and has to be made. John Carlo Esposito was a popular actor, and we're doing that movie, and I'm sure they love him to be. Um. Also, it brings an evil force guy into the the mix. Yes, and now there's a bigger threat because now it's Moff Gideon, but he is. Although that's not at all how the force works. Okay, people are whining about that now. They literally already did it in the Rise of Skywalker four years ago. Yeah, but they cloned someone who was already Force-sensitive. They didn't clone a guy, take DNA out of a Yoda baby, take a syringe and put it in him. If that's how it worked, why doesn't anyone just, like, like suck out the blood of a Jedi and just inject it in themselves, and now I have the Force? Okay. It was obvious that this is what they were doing. Why are we just now whining about it? No, because we didn't know they were cloning Moff Gideon. They we just knew they, they obviously weren't we cloning just, Baby Yoda. Well, why not clone Baby Yoda? Because he's a little baby who takes a hundred years to grow up. Oh man! If only the cloning process—if only cloning people allowed you to speed up the age and make—I don't know—say an army and I don't know—say like three years. So you thought they were gonna make an army of Yodas, of evil Yodas? Makes more sense than what they That's actually real did. Dumb. I don't care. If that they would do make that. sense. Who okay. is the most powerful force user that the galaxy has ever known? Hold up. You're mad because this has never been done in Star Wars before, correct? No. They just did it in Star Wars. So why is this different from them doing it before? No, I'm just saying it was like. Why is that how? Because it's never worked that way. But why does it work that way now? Because that's what Star Wars does. The Force didn't work the way it does until Episode 1, which came out 25 years after the Episode 4. I just... Because as they keep making things, more things will become how it works. I'm fine with them change, like adding new stuff as long as it doesn't make the other stuff look dumb. What does it make dumb about that? What, what is dumb? Because then why didn't, when the Jedi were making an army of clones, why didn't they take the DNA of hey, one of the thousands of Jedi they had at their disposal? One, the Jedi didn't make those clones. They didn't know those clones were being made. But you know who did? One of them who was nuts. And you know what a nuts guy would do if he wanted to make an evil army? sifo didn't want to make them evil. Palpatine would. Oh, man. Uh, does Palpatine know anyone who's Force-sensitive? Okay, oh, yeah, himself. Stop. You see how that makes it dumb? Nobody knew how to do it until this one scientist guy. You know why that scientist guy knows how to do it? Why, Sam? Because he's the only guy who knows how to do what the Kaminoans were doing. He's the only one who discovered force-sensitive cloning. That's fine. 
That's it's fine. fine if they didn't discover how to do it before. Who cares? The Kaminoans never found a Force-sensitive person. They were living on a water planet by themselves. No, but they couldn't. That's not my point. They pre- Palpatine was like, hey, can you clone me? And they were probably like, I don't know, maybe. Go ahead and do it. They were like, can you apply my Force powers to these clones? And they were probably like, we don't know how. And I mean, was like, it, that's fine. If your midichlorian count is, like, genetic, then... Why not? They cloned Palpatine. And he had the force. They can clone Force-sensitive people, so it makes sense that if you find a source that's super high in metachlorians, you can figure out how to clone the metachlorians, and then you clone the guy and stick them in the and, guy. And that's okay. Like, the only Force-sensitive clone that we've ever seen outside of these was a clone of a guy who's already Force-sensitive. Yes. What I'm saying is if you can just, like, take the Force out of somebody and then stick it in somebody else, that's what's, like... Like, that's, that's fine... Like, we've never seen that before. And if they want to introduce that, that's okay. But it's a little bit stupid. You got to know it's a little stupid. This show is really stupid. This show is stupid all the time. (laughs) Lizzo's in an episode of this show. Okay, but Lizzo existing doesn't throw into question Uh, several other aspects of Star Wars. if I have to think what's dumber, cloning people and giving them force powers or Lizzo being in the show, I'm going to pick Lizzo being in the show. Okay, yeah, like... For the show, that's dumber. My problem but for is not, Star Wars, I don't it's not. care about that. Honestly, I don't. It doesn't bother me at all. All the research got blown up. Probably no one's going to do it again. And that, that's yeah, fine. That's okay. They introduced crap in Star Wars that it would have solved all of their problems and that never comes up again. I just would have liked to see one of the clones do something. That's really what I'm upset My about. problem is from a story standpoint... They built this up as like a major thing. Yeah, and then it didn't seasons, do any. It didn't. And it amounted to nothing. Yeah, that's my problem with it. Is from a story perspective, it's dumb. Not from like a lore thing. Because in Star Wars, in Episode One, Qui Gon Jinn and, and, and Obi Wan Kenobi have Force super speed, and they yeah. use it one time, and not a single Jedi has ever used it in another piece of Star Wars media since then. And you know what? That's fine with me because George Lucas on the day said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if they could have super speed? No, okay. And no they, one said no, and they just did it. They've used fine. it in, like, video games and stuff. That doesn't really count. What video and, games? And I'm not count. trying to excuse that. My, what I want... I, again, I'm okay if they add new stuff, and I'm okay if the stuff they add, like, makes... Like, is stupid, as long as you get something cool out of it. Like, the Force Dyad thing, that was stupid. But we got some cool scenes out of it. It's not that stupid. I just don't think they ever... Or, like... like did anything interesting? Palpatine, one of the more interesting Palpatine, ideas in that somehow Palpatine returned. Yeah. That's stupid. Well, we got a couple cool scenes out of and it. And my problem with that is not that, like, sure, Palpatine's a clone, whatever. It's that, like, from a story perspective, dropping in the first t- three seconds of your film that a major character has just returned, is now the main villain, and is conducting a massive evil plot involving yeah, yeah, a million yeah. bajillion Like, that was stories. really dumb. That is the problem with that. It but, is not Palpatine being a clone. That is just I know, a dumb I'm not saying that. That's, I'm saying when they do something dumb, I'm more okay with it. As if long as it a serves co- a story purpose. As long as it serves a story purpose and we get a cool thing out of it. Because Star Wars, for all that it is, is for babies. Is, you're, is an excuse to make cool stuff happen. And if you ruin, like the. Sell action. Figures. If you ruin its continuity. And also, you don't make any cool stuff happen? Yes. Then why and did I'm, you even bother? I, 
there's a 95% chance that this they do something with it in the fourth season. I I fully expect this to for, to, for ha, yeah to come up again later. Moff Gideon with a red lightsaber to show up in season four. But um, as now as like this is the resolution to the story arc, it is not sufficiently uh implemented. It was not satisfactory. It was not satisfactory. And then um, other, it was very underwhelming. Yes. And then other stuff, dark saber destroyed. I was fine with kinda, that. Eh, oh, man. Honestly, that was such a cool lightsaber, though. But I feel like the focus was too much on like, who's got the dark saber? You got the dark saber. You're in charge. I think it's well, yeah. That's how it's their interesting works. for Bo-Katan as a character to have to like show any leadership ability that isn't just like I'm holding the sword today. Yeah, <laughs> like that's something. That's an interesting place where they can now take that. But character. they'd already addressed that. They'd already been like, "I'm. We're choosing to follow you because we think you're the best leader." Yeah, and now not because you have the sword. And now she can actually like that's an interesting. And now she just doesn't have to take that. Like, we had already. And it man, it depowers them. It puts them at a greater risk because now we can't just pull out the laser sword to solve all of our, our problems. So, I'm fine with that. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, Mandalore. They're all back on Mandalore now. That was expected. That's fine. Um, Din buying a small condo. And chilling on a park bench. That was a little bit of a weird way. That was a weird ending. It was kind of like way too sitcommy happy, especially the 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 like circle wipe to Baby Yoda. That was a very prequels (laughs) shot. What is this like an episode of Phineas and Ferb? Why did you end it that way? That was so. They've never ended any other episode that way. But it's I think. Why didn't Baby Yoda eat the frog? I know why didn't he? He should have gone. Yep, that's what I was thinking too. I thought he was gonna do it, but he didn't. But um, okay. Generally, looking at this and looking at, uh, I've seen interviews recently with him and from Book of Boba Fett. I think Favreau was burnt out. I think he's done. I think he really wants to take a step back. And you've seen Rick Famuyiwa take a larger role in this season, which I don't know if I'm a huge fan. Of. But I think he's trying, and he's not directing the movie, which is good because I Baloney is directing. I don't it. think I like Rick. No, I not really. like I'm his Favreau. Yeah, no, I'm saying directing-wise, though, I don't think he's my favorite. I think, I don't know. I think some of it, I think the episodes he directed were kind of underwhelming. Ooh, Family Yuma? Yeah. I'm not talking about Family Yuma. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh I'm saying generally. Like, I'm this say- season, I think the episodes he directed Favreau were kind of underwhelming. Was came into this thinking, I'm going to make my little show about my bounty hunter who's going to go on a bunch of little adventures. And it became way more popular than he thought it was going to be. And I think they came in and were like, we're going to do all these big storylines. And and it's going to involve all these characters from shows you didn't watch. I would bet $1,000 that Jon Favreau did not watch Star Wars Rebels, but he's having to incorporate several characters from Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. So I feel like they came in, they were like, uh, we're going to do all these big storylines and we're going to do, you're going to have to do Book of Boba Fett. The scale got way bigger than he wanted and, to. And than he ever wanted to. And I think him, this season was largely like, I'm going to wrap up all of this stuff. And Dave, if you want to cover this in Ahsoka, go ahead. But I want to do my But thing. I want to go back to just making like, ep- like uh, Monster of the Week type episodes. Monster of the Week, Star Trek Next Generation style what wacky thing are we going to come into on our weekly adventures? And I think Baby Yoda and Mandalorian. I think and this, honestly, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that too because I think this season I would enjoy that. I think this season more than any of the other seasons really show that the scale has outgrown Din Djarin as a character. Yes, because he's very sidelined this whole season. 
he had basically no, no effect. Nothing. He had nothing to do. He didn't. He was really just like a side character, which I think also, for his character. First season, he did not take his helmet off. Yeah, mostly because Pedro Pascal was not on set a single. But I think the scale had totally outgrown Din as a character. I think that it made sense for him to be in the role that he was in because he's not like a main guy. He is kind of just like a side guy. No, he's a he's a bumbling idiot, and he does his job, and he has his little kid, and he just kind of got wrapped up in this. Yeah. So I think his I don't have any complaints about his role because I think it I think his role stayed where it should be. I just think the story is not this suitable story to that role is not his story. Then at that no. point, this season should have been called Mandalorians. Yeah, not the, the Mandalorian, Mandalorian because. It's not about the Mandalorian. It's yeah, about Mandalorian. Mandalorians. Yeah, um, I'm. I would. I would really like them to just go back to doing fun little adventures, and then if they, wanna, I think that's where they're going. And if to. they want to have Din show up in the movie, that's fine. That's cool with me. But I, I'd rather them just like let John make his little show. Him and Baby Yoda can go. Like, let's bring. Let's have Bill Burr come back, and let's just do an episode where him and Bill Burr go on another little adventure. Yeah, like okay, and we don't have to fight the Empire again. We don't have to have Moff Gideon show up or this constant like giant Star Destroyer threat. He's hired to go get dudes. Which, this season, it's obvious that the next season is just going to be the Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah. Because at the end of this, it's the he's like, hey, I'll come work for the New Republic. <laughs> or, okay, he's not working for them, he's but he's secretly taking jobs from one of their officers. Which, which is I'm fine. pretty sure is super and illegal, you know what? but whatever. Let's get, I like that guy. What's his name? Uh, Kim? Paul Sung Kim from Kim's Convenience. <laughs> I like that actor. He's fun. Yeah, he's a he's a funny guy. I, I like, like him. him. I and like if, his character. If you look in the background of that scene, Dave Filoni's in it. That's cool. If you look at the back left, because he has he's one of the X-Wing pilots, he's Trapper Wolf. You can all you can really only recognize him because he's wearing a cowboy hat. Oh. Even in Star Wars, he wears a also, cowboy Also, one of the helmets on their little helmet. Head display the thing. Reference display. Um, had the the black wing like, just like thing on it. Very cool. Which I don't I don't think we're Very ever gonna see cool. that. I don't think that's ever gonna show up in Star Wars canon, outside of this helmet. But I think it was cool to see. You know that little nod. What are the remaining plot threads for them to even? For Mandalorian, he's gonna be I think just helping we to have... establish the New Republic in the Outer Rim. Is fine. We have uh, the rest of Baby Yoda's origin because we start his flashback with Ahmed Best and we never come back to it. So presumably they'll finish that in season. I think he just got on that ship and left. But we don't know. Uh, They're gonna. I think we're gonna figure out like how he got exactly where. Yeah, like into that spot on that random planet, or just like how he got in the hands of like some random like. Yeah, because like how did he? How did that Jedi? Because if like other if. Unless something happened to to um, Keller and Beck, like he didn't just like leave him there and then forget and then like walk away. Yeah, that's true. Like we're gonna figure out exactly his origin, and then like other than that, um, there's really not a whole lot of other story. Just establishing there. Mandalore more as a, like a planet. Nothing involving Din. Din has all of his stuff. Resolved. Din's good. He's finished his stuff, but also he never really had stuff to do to begin with. So he's just yeah. kind of back to not doing stuff. Uh, so, I mean, we're not really, 
there's all this stuff with the Imperial Remnant and Thrawn and Project Necromancer. Thing is, Din but that's of... all being shoved over into like Ahsoka, so they don't even gotta worry about that stuff. Yeah, I think Din's pretty much good to go. I think if you just did one more season where he just goes on little adventures, and then at the end he sits there and he's like, "I'm waiting for the movie." And then he comes back in the movie, and him and Grogu are on the team, and they fly around, and they help fight the bad guy. That's fine. They could very easily set... They could end the show here. They could end the show here. But if they wanted to just have an ongoing series, like maybe a little bit lower budget, where it's just the adventures of this guy in Star Wars, they could very easily do that. Just come up with a new villain who's not as, like, super villain as Moff Gideon, just like... Maybe a, a recurring annoyance. Boss. Yeah, like a crime boss. Or like maybe those two huts from Book of Boba Fett. Maybe they're, they're doing, doing crime. Maybe they're sure, doing crime not? somewhere. Have them fight them a little bit. You know, something a little bit lower scale. But they could very easily just keep this going as like a its own little thing. And it could just go on, you know, however long they want it to go. Or they could end it here and it would be fine. Because Din's character arc is basically... We already dead. have too many characters. Din's character arc is basically complete. He was a closed off weirdo and now he has a kid. Like... Easy character arc. Grogu That's good to go. Was scared of everything. Now he's got his dad. Now he's, he's got his dad scared. in the force and a robot body, and he's he's chilling. Um, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan finished Not off. Not the leader and sad. Leader and happy. Back on Mandalore. Back to the being the leader of Mandalore. Maybe we'll see Mandalore become cool again and not super lame like it was in Clone Wars. Like uh, not, what do you mean not super? Like not... Like how in Clone Wars they were like super pacifist and they like didn't do well, anything. Well, I mean, ever. That, yeah, that's I'm sure it was. It was politically, it was cool to see that in the Star Wars universe. It's interesting, but you know, coolness factor wise, it's not very. By the way, if we're gonna do the the season four is just gonna be Rangers of the New Republic. Let's get Tim Meadows back on the show. Why did he have who? one scene in the? Who is that guy? Meadows, famous comedian. From what? Alien thing. Like name one of the things. His office. He was. What? Who did he play in the office? He was. Um. Remember in like the first season. No, I guess it was the second one. Uh, he played a specific. I don't have time to get it. Just say the guy. He didn't play like a recurring role. He was in one episode. Okay. Well, then that doesn't help me. What's something he was in that you've seen? He was on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Who was he? He in was um, Andy Samberg's like cannibal friend from prison. Oh, that guy. He was in. He was. In, he was in one episode of this for like a minute. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. But fun. anyway, I that's like Mando season three. Probably the worst season, but it's really not even that bad. I don't think it's. Yeah, I think people's expectations were way too high because it had been two years since the last season, and that Book of Boba Fett was so underwhelming. They needed this to be really good, and it just was about average as the show normally. This was is. the Ahsoka prequel. This was the Ahsoka prequel show. Because we're just wrapping up all the stuff that Ahsoka's not involved with. Yes, and then we're going to go carry all of like the And then all the stuff that Ahsoka's involved with, that's going to be the later stuff. I hope hope John comes back and he just gets to make his little show. And I hope like he's actually happy doing it. Because if I... you can definitely tell he's burned out, and I don't want him to be burned out because I want him to stay involved. I like the stuff he does. Don't, I like him to make more stuff. Like, let's let him do a little refreshing season, and then we can come back and we can do Thrawn's back. And he's gonna and if he's it. burned out and he doesn't want to do it anymore, then just go on, just move on. We don't. We can leave we it here and I'll be happy. Show if we leave it here, I'm happy. Also, can uh, I don't care how much you have to pay him, but can we get Pedro Pascal to show up for like one day? 
Especially since, like, they don't do the can't take the helmet off anymore thing. Like, we're no, we're yeah, good. they we're don't good. need to at all. Just can we? Do, they have access to the one immediate, day. immediate fix it bath, so like, we, we're good. A critically acclaimed actor just starred in like the biggest drama of the year, and he's not even in the show for one episode. Which, okay, the which to be fair is because he was filming he the was last filming of us last at of us. the exact same time they were filming this. So I, I, it's understandable. That's fine. He was just phony. He was just sending in maybe the next season though Canada. he could come in. Let next season when he's dead on the last of us, he can come. <laughs> he can come spoiler in alert! For last spoiler list. alert! He's gonna die in like episode two. Um. So, uh, I was gonna say something. Right. I don't got anything. So else. I have a question. This is more lore related than than season related. Oh, we'll see. So like, bef- expect so nothing less. When the cult was like on Mandalore, like I presumably hundreds or thousands of years ago, when yes. they were like on Mandalore. Did they only, like, put their helmets on before they would go into battle, and then they would, like, take them off when they get back? They never back? took them off. Well, no, they can take them off, and then if they t- as long as they take a bath, they can put it back on. And then they're good. It's like going to confession, uh, right? So, like, do they only have I to... I don't think you're allowed to, like, every day rebaptize yourself in the religion. Why not? I feel like that'd be cheating. But that's the only rule. Well, because then they'd be like, you obviously don't believe it. But this is the way. The the way is the no, way. It would be like the way doesn't to, change because you be like take too going many baths. to the Catholic Church, getting baptized, and then like the next day being like, I quit and became a Mormon and now I'm back though. No, no, that's <laughs> just different. doing that like every day in the Catholic Church when you're baptized. Your baptism is like a yeah, baby. Baptism, baby. Th- a- that would be like going to confession. You walk yeah. out of the confession the confession booth. You go like f you to some guy. Yeah, you just and then you like, go back into the booth and you you you, you like immediately again. steal from the priest and then walk back into the confessional. But technically speaking, you're still good. Like the rules are the rules. I guess they could have done that, but I, I think their goal was not to take their helmet. But this, then this in that the- case. This is the way. Because they, they do have rules for, like, when they're out hunting, you know, we all go to our separate places to eat, and whoever, like, got the party together, like, gets the yeah. fire. Like, they have rules for when they're out and about. And it seems like the, the coven has been living by the out and about rules because they didn't have access to the bath. So I would assume they have different rules for when they're living right next to where the bath is. Maybe. Because if you stand in the bath, can you just take your helmet off and just, like, whatever... Sit in there for a minute. Or if you just, like, take a, a little vial of it and you just, like, put it in your ah. pocket and then you, like, walk to your house, take your helmet off, you go, oh, what do you think the deal with the Mythosaur is going to be? I think Baby Yoda is going to make friends with the Mythosaur. I think the... It's mi- going to do something, right? Bo-Katan will write it in the Ahsoka show. I don't think it'll be in the Ahsoka show. I don't think she'll be in the Ahsoka yeah, She definitely... I will. think they're going to keep all of the Mandalorian stuff out of the Ahsoka show. And that's not really, like... I think they just need to. I need a break from seeing people constantly wearing Mandalorian armor and everything. I think Din Djarin will not be in it, but I think it's definitely Bo-Katan will. Why? No, she doesn't need to be there. No, but Ahsoka has, like, no friends. She's got all of her Rebels friends. That's why they're there. One of whom is a Mandalorian. So? And her only other living friend is Bo-Katan. What? What other of her friends Sabine. are alive? We've got uh, Zeb. There's the Rebels' friends. Who else? She doesn't have any friends. She's a Jedi. Bo-Katan. That's her only other Bo-Katan, friend. Bo-Katan, though. We have, like, four other supporting characters. That's fine. But I'm saying she probably will show up. She might not have a huge role. I don't think she'll... She has no reason to be... What would she do? 
What's Ahsoka gonna do? Around and fight some dudes with lightsabers. Yeah, well, she'll probably fight a dude on Mandalore. Bo-Katan's leading people on Mandalore. I think she's just gonna show up and just shoot some guns around. Here's why. Be like, hey, it's me, Bo-Katan, from the Bo-Katan show. Here's why. Sabine doesn't have her armor because she's been out of the game. She's been chilling. She didn't want to do no fight. Wearing it in that one scene. Yeah, she's been. She doesn't have it anymore. She, or she's she been just chilling. Wasn't wearing it in that one scene. Listen, this is why. Because they will go back there for some reason. But why does it have to be in like the next show that comes out in, like because four months from now? Because it's Star Wars, and that's what they're gonna do. And you well, know we that don't that's need what they're gonna to do. do. That we have like, okay, we got two shows back to back, four seasons of television. Where every, where every single time one of the main characters was on the screen, they had a big tin bucket on their head. Can we do one show where none of the characters walk around with okay. tin buckets on their head? Regardless of if any of the Mandalorians from Mandalorian are there, Sabine is still there. And she still wears a bucket on her head. Like so barely ever. No matter what, buckets will be on heads. The only thing that will change is the amount of buckets on the amount of heads. So listen. Sick of Mandalorians. Plus, all of the new era shows between six and seven, Mm. every single one of them has had some connection to another one of the shows. You mean the two shows they've made? Yeah. Yeah, no crap, Sam. And Ahsoka was in one of those shows. Wow, what an epiphany. I'm just telling you, there is a very good chance that someone from these Why? shows is going to show up. They don't need to be there. Fucker. Cameos is how New Age There's Star Wars works. There's enough cameos. Thrawn's in it. That's enough. You need every Anakin's, cameo. Anakin's going to be in it. Every single cameo. Anakin is enough. Luke will show up. Obi-Wan oh, will show up. Gonna show up. Anakin Obi-Wan, will show what, up. How would Obi-Wan even show He's up? He's a ghost. Same way Anakin what? is. No, that... Are you going to argue that because... There's no argument there. If no. Anakin can show up, Obi-Wan can show up. I know, because Anakin's going to be in a flashback. He won't be a ghost because he's... Not... Okay, if we're flashing back to where Anakin is, yeah. Obi-Wan's probably going to be there too. I guess. I because guess one of the clones is probably going to be there too. Probably going to Rex for... cameo. Yeah, we're going to have a Rex cameo because the only time where Anakin Hondo is probably going to show up. Hondo will show up. He'll be there too. He'll be super freaking old. Qui-Gon Jinn will probably be there. Heck, you know what? Darth Maul. Screw it. Mace Windu's alive. Darth Sidious. Mace Windu's alive. Plo Koon. Darth Maul's uh, somehow Han alive again. Solo. Han Solo's kicking around. Greedo. Greedo's Chewbacca. doing... He survived getting shot. R783... D- D- Dave Filoni is going to be there. Blinky the Cattle Pro. <laughs> Who's, uh, what's the character from High Republic? Uh, Lord I don't know, the Wookiee Great one. Storm. He'll show up. Yeah, Lord and Great Storm, he'll be in there too. George Lucas. Even though he's a Twilight and he should have died like 80 million years ago. George, Screw George it. Lucas. George the guy. Lucas too. He's there. <laughs> he's in it. He's God. He just like kills the bad guy and they win. Cassian Andor, he survived the nuclear explosion. And is dead from being super old? Yes, it's fine. He's here. He's holding a gun. <laughs> He's gonna shoot at the. What's the character troopers. that's like not even born yet? Ray will be there. Yeah, sure. BB-8 will be there. Mm. Who's that old guy who's like to me? She's a princess from like the very beginning. Oh, of Lord Santeca. Lord Santeca. Sure. Why be not? There. Why not? 
Uh, oh, oh, that thing that Kylo po- Ren. Let's that, get that, Kylo Ren that in there. That thing that pops out of the sand in, in Episode Seven and, and Jakku oh, looks around. That'll be in there too. Why not? Why not? Tusken Raiders. Tusken Raiders will be there. Let's throw a Bantha. Let's throw a Minoc in there. What? What's uh? Oh, that worm sock puppet thing. Gamori. He'll be there. Uh, Jabba the Hutt. He'll he'll be back too. You know what? What happened to Jabba's kid? Stinky, stinky. No, we see what happened to stinky. What happened to stinky? What happened to stinky? Okay, but like actually. Hashtag what happened to stinky. No, but like for real though. Where did he go? Hashtag what happened to stinky. That's like actually genuine question about Star Wars. Where did he go? Where? What happened to we stinky? We need to know. I think it's canon that like Jabba the Hutt just ate him. I know. That's not canon. We decided that. No, because they do. <laughs> no, Hutts eat their kids. Like that's canon. What? But like he was like had some what kind happened? of disease. Uh, I'm sure there's like some children's book where they Anakin like. Anakin was responsible for this. Series. Say after the movie. After Clone Wars. Nope, nobody knows. You know why? Because no one ever gave it a second thought. Well, we're second thoughting it right I now. I think he ate him. Like that, that makes sense to me. Anyway, that's Mandalorian. Sam, uh. <sighs> I think that's about it for this episode i think so too i don't think um, there's anything else going on unless you want to talk about that guy who nintendo just like ruins oh, life i mean other than the fact that that's nintendo's got terrible horrible immoral business to why does nintendo make me hate buying their video games i mean they're not as bad as some other companies that's pretty bad it's pretty bad but you know corporations gonna corporation corporations gonna corporation all right well if you want to uh we'll be back next week to talk about something News. What's uh? Are there any move? Are we gonna talk about air at all? Uh, uh, air was good. Go see air. air. Recommend. Go see air. Uh, high recommend on air. Yeah, actually, actually worth your time and money. Um, no, I don't think there's anything coming out this week. Uh, Evil Dead comes about dank Jedi. And this YouTube video. Uh, there's two weeks till Guardians. <laughs> Guardians will be cool. So Very excited for that. Um. But yeah, if you want to find us on Twitter, we're at twitter.com. We're, we're available on Twitter. We're on all the social medias. We're at the McDon. We're at McDon Media on Twitter and, and Instagram. And Instagram. We're on the podcast platforms. Doncast. We're on we're everywhere. You'll find us. You'll too. find us. You know where we are. We have links in the you description. Been, if you got this far in, you know where we are. All right. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.